I love this card. It's be, like even people... different guys. Don't don't follow the pack. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you can't follow the pact. It's just that understand the difference between right and wrong, and actually have a moral compass. It's not that hard. Just follow. Well, I just... mean, just everything about him. Like, like I, I know that, like, I, he, he bought all these rare Pokemon cards allegedly, but they are all fake, and I kind of like, so, I no, just laughed. So what ended up happening is about that is that he bought he bought a first edition Pokemon card pack of cards. Yeah. For like three million dollars, and Holy it was fake. Cr- oh, okay. I was it was. Say, what the well, hell? here's the thing, right? The reason why he's doing that is because when he does something like that, what it's going to do is immediately people are going to go, wait, should we be investing in these? Right. And so now here's the thing. He could, in theory, have thousands of these packs lying around. Sure. Because they're not worth that much money anyway. And so now what it is is that, okay, well, I have a thousand of these packs. I buy one for $3 million, and now I just wait for the price to rise because I'm setting the market right, for this. Right, right. And now you're paying me $3 million for these packs, or you're not getting yeah. it. And then he turns around and sells it. Yep. But then on top of that, why not just also launch a sob story and be like, well, okay, even if people now don't buy my packs of cards, they're gonna they're gonna donate money to me because look at me, I'm a poor YouTuber. I lost the three million dollars. Okay, Paul is not poor. Yeah, exactly. And the problem is though, is that his followers are so fucking stupid, is that they're gonna be like, oh my god, that poor guy, he yeah. lost three million dollars. It's like, he could afford it, guys. If he can afford to spend three million dollars in a fucking pack of Pokemon cards, I guarantee he could afford to do it a hundred times over. Yep. And you don't need to give him money. You don't need to give him clout. Of what they call sheeple. Yes. <laughs> and the problem is, is that people actually out there might watch this garbage and the worst thing is too is that the thing is, is that it's also impressionable children as well like that's sure. the, that's the only other like group. that fortnite shit where the kids steal their parents credit card to yeah. buy a bunch of stuff yeah and there's a bunch of like it was impre- two thousand dollars wasn't it it was something absurd yeah but it's a bunch of impressionable kids and like the problem is is that like parents aren't paying attention to their kids you know don't get me wrong i'm not saying that we're the pillar of the community because you know when we were kids we watched a lot of television and you know my thing is this diff my, my opinion but, yeah. <laughs> i couldn't watch tv that much but my thing was this for like when it comes to gaming never in your life do parents have such more control of what the kids can play by putting parental guidelines yes. how many uh, how many hours you can play on this how many hours you can use the computer a console what games you can play yada 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 my parents had to be parents what are you doing is yeah. your school work done yeah only two hours what are you doing nope no no chores uh, wasn't it you that you're going was to your grandpa? You're going to sneaking into your house to watch Ren and Stimpy back in the day. Well, I mean, on every Sunday after um, I was done with um, catechism, aka the CCD, the Catholic Church dungeon, because my my classroom for my that class looked like a dungeon. I had two hours after mass was done. And mom was gone because she was doing things with the church. So I had two hours where dad would be taking care of if dad took care of the yard or he had to shovel, yada, yada. That was two hours I could watch Nickelodeon, watch Ren and Stimpy and all the shows that I wasn't supposed to watch. Don't get Uh, me wrong. I mean, I remember secretly watching, you know, South Park when I wasn't supposed to. I I mean, we've we've all done that. We've all saw a Reddit R movie when we were younger. Yeah, sure. But, But I mean, like, just people just not like putting guidelines and it's being strict to like how much you a kid can do on the internet is my thing Ah. like like there are so many of my friends that just go okay um you have two hours of tablet time well i want use the tablet more well jokes on you because after two hours it's gonna get locked yeah i mean you probably shouldn't be giving your kids tablets anyway like honestly it's it's for school they have no choice but they like to play games on their tablet when they're i don't know why schools would be having mandatory tablets i don't buy that i honestly don't buy that 
I don't think kids the, need tablets. I don't, no, I don't think so I, either. I think, honestly, you know, and the funny thing is, is that when we were kids, there was a big push, and there's still been a big push about censoring video games and censoring media for children. Oh, yes. And the thing about it is that, you know, we've proven time and time again, no, intaking violent media does not make you violent. And we know this. We know this to be true. Everyone can tell the difference between what is real what is fake? Well, I mean, we're still that's that's a that's a different argument for a different day because no, apparently not because we're still having this argument to this oh, day. Oh, I know, but it's every and there's politi- still politicians and people but trying the, the to get. The thing is, though, every politician who criticized and has like pushed so badly for things, they have skeletons in their closet. The one guy from California, I forgot his name, saying that all these first-person shooter games were bad, got arrested for selling weapons. Yeah, you're not you're not talking Jack Thompson, right? No, was Jack it, Thompson he was, was Florida, a right? he was a lawyer and he is barred. Yeah barred from practicing law ever again. And you know what the saddest part of all is? He was so incompetent and so bad at his job, I wish he was still there, because he was a fantastic rallying cry for all of us gamers. Well, and we lost that. Yeah, We but, lost... He's an incompetent idiot. He was. He was a bad lawyer. Yeah, but I mean, the thing still being, though, is that like it comes down to the prospect of, yes, people do use these things to try to, like, you know, gaslight and try to actually take the spotlight off themselves despite the fact that they themselves are the ones doing really illegal shady shit. But the point still comes down to it is that we know that it doesn't make you violent, but there are still people out there to this day who don't understand the difference between reality and fantasy. And that's something that goes, and that's into all prospects. It's not even just video games. It's It's, also art. It's also writing. It's also all those types of things. And the problem is, is that if you accept that reality is different from fantasy, you have to accept all spectrums of it and people mm-hmm. sometimes can't even do that and that's a different discussion for a different day but you know that still comes down to the aspect of like oh i know but i just it just irritates me like because like i i i came from a strict like hardcore family where it's like you want to play consoles you want to play games congratulations anything below a c plus it's taken away you have to do an outside school project from a sports or some kind of activity period also, B, every Saturday and Sunday, you are you have all the stuff to do. You don't complete any of these. Your console's taken away from you. Yeah, and I mean, again, like, it, it's it's such a political issue to go into, like, the criticism of, like, how families are raising kids now. But, I mean, I should actually say family because most households now are single parents. <laughs> that is true. That's also been another big problem. But that's kind of more of a criticism on, you know, America and how it's pushing its people and less on just the media that they're intaking, despite the fact that the media has a huge problem on it. Like, you can't even blame a child. You can't even blame a parent anymore. What are you going to do? Tell your kid, like, hey, go do X thing while I'm at work for eight hours and you're home by yourself. Like, you can't, you can monitor your kid, but at the same time, it's like, what's easier, buying them a $60 game or even just letting them go free on YouTube? No, I agree. Yeah, unfortunately, that's probably the It's one of those, like, tough situations. Yeah, and that's probably the case is that there's a bunch of kids that are just uh, watching people like Jake Paul and all the Paul families and whatever toxic individuals that you can find on YouTube that just are there or to the take, Twitch situation yeah like, that it is there to take advantage of young impressionable children and it's kind of sad plop your kid down in front of a hot tub streamer yeah exactly and I mean you know you make that joke no, but seriously you're making that joke but that's happening I mean you know is it they did the ratio and the most average like user of who's watching Amarath am I saying her name Ar- right Amarath Amarath I don't know yeah like, I don't care they said it was between like like the teenage or like a preteen to like in their like early 20s yeah so like that like that's I mean, insane i mean I? it is to be fair like don't get me wrong like 
kids have been doing that sh for a long time. No, you know, we all have. And, and, like, and here's like the thing. My mom can tell me stories, and she's like, Andrew, when we were kids, sometimes we'd re we'd sneak into the drugstore, and we'd go look at the adult magazine section when we were kids. We found a way to do it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so it's not like this is a necessarily new thing. It's just... More it, widespread. It, more it's so easily accessed. It, it's it's not even just the fact that it's also easily accessible. There's still something there that is missing, and I think it comes down to the parental guidance of it. And it's still sure. parents aren't taking enough, like, stay in their children's lives. And so they're just not there when they need to be there for these kids. And so kids are filling in the blanks themselves. And when they're filling in the blanks themselves, they're filling it in with things like on YouTube. Again, it's not like the soft porn, the graphic material is honestly the problem in my eyes. It's the fact that kids still aren't getting those important life lessons from their parents. parents. And even then, now, you know, even imagine a scenario of, like, now a kid finds something like this, and then what are they going to do? Ask their parent? No. Have you seen some of the dumb fucking kids, or, you know, parents <laughs> that we have running around now? When's the last time you've gone driving in town, and you see some fucking 40-year-old guy looking at his cell phone, running a red light? Yes. And it's just stupid shit like that. And it's like, that's the guy right there who's the single parent that this kid now has to ask. No, man. I think kids better off not even bothering asking his fucking adult. Again, we where we are from, there are so many one ways. And if you want to ask you how much faith I have in humanity, I will look both ways before I cross the road. Yeah, I do too. On one ways, I will look both ways. That's how bad it is here. Yeah, yeah. and it's happened before, and yeah, we still do it. But so again, it comes down to the aspect of like you know, like I just don't think the media that should be you know teaching kids lessons is really there. No, and even it's not. Then, and it comes even down to like when you like I say we watched cartoons as kids. Kids. Even cartoons in ki as we were kids had messages to them. When you talk about G.I. Joe was not hardcore right-leaning, come well, on, well, you I'm, silly Billy Goat. Well, I'm not even just saying, like, in terms of, like, a political message, because, like, cartoons like that were more about selling merchandise to kids. That was He-Man. That's how it was originally. The idea of He-Man was, here is this. This is for free. Yada, yada, yada. What, what, they what about, like, family sitcoms, though? Full House, Family Matters, those types of shows when we were kids, they, yeah, that, but that was all about life lessons. Yes, it's all about life lessons. Yes, too. but no. that was also a show that all the family was watching together. I remember True. I remember like almost all of us watching Cheers every time it was on from friends so weird to hear. step by step. I never watched I never watched this garbage. As a kid, I used to watch Cheers all the time. Friends, Cheers, I, that show was boring to me. So as a kid, here's how it went. But cool. you're also, what? Six, six years younger six, than six, seven so, years younger. So, than so here's how this worked. I would go to Nickelodeon, and Nickelodeon would run cartoons up until I think like eight or nine o'clock. Yes. And then oh, here you go. Here's like, like oh, what's the fucking Brady Bunch or something? Yeah. Start playing live action. It was Nick at Night. And, yeah. And yeah. it's like oh man, Nick at Night. This is awesome. I'm gonna change the channel over Me to too. Cartoon Network, yeah. and I'm gonna watch more cartoons. Yep. I wouldn't even watch that crap. Yeah. I'm not watching fucking sitcoms. Are you kidding me? I I will watch the opening to Fresh Prince of Bel Air because I love listening to Will Smith rap. <gasps> Can I just say this? The new show, Friends, Friends, Bel Air, I don't like it. It's dark and it's uncomfortable. I've only seen the YouTube trailer. I was not impressed. Okay, well, I, that's a... That's Needless a... to say, Will has used a gun and he's punched his cousin Carlton, I think, a couple times in the face. Wait, Will Smith? Wow. Well, Will Smith no, is, the, like, in charge the of this. other actor that's playing Will Smith, because it's like a... Will Smith movie. is in charge of this, Neil? Yes. What yeah. the... Yes, fuck? it's hardcore. Like director it's hardcore dark, okay? There's no way. Either way, maybe he, hate, maybe he hates people coming back and saying, Will Smith, you are a great rapper, but you're an awful... The one. Friends Prince of Bel-Air was a, one of my favorite shows as a kid growing I up. I mean, I watched the opening. I liked the opening rap. I loved that. I would sit there, and I'm just sitting there as a kid, like, mm, this is that good shit. And then it's like, okay, it's over. 
Nick and I, gone. Yeah, I'm going to Cartoon Network. Let's go watch some Tsunami. And ooh, they're playing. They're watch I'm watching Inuyasha. You I'm know, watching. I didn't know about Tsunami. I didn't know. About, I didn't know about Tsunami until like I think I was like 13 or 14 because that's when we got cable TV. And I remember one time staying up late during the summertime, and then Inuyasha, not Inuyasha, but it was like one of the other animes start playing. I was just like. What's this? This is awesome. I would speak ultra of what's this. We haven't even introduced ourselves. Oh, as a oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm IR Adams. For people that. Oh, actually, go ahead. My balls itch. That's your name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josh. <laughs> Special guest. For people that don't know, for the first, like, four minutes of the show, it wasn't recording, so we just kind of jumped into the middle of the Logan Paul episode, and that's how this show's going to start. <gasps> oh, no! Oh, well. <laughs> it's Logan Paul. You didn't miss anything important. He's I mean, yeah, it's bag. Logan Paul. You, you literally are missing a damn thing. Yeah, but um, one thing I will say is I actually saw the Nathan Drake movie. Who's Nathan Drake? Oh, yeah. The Uncharted movie. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Uncharted. Okay, yeah. My only complaint that I have is like, uh, they want to do a sequel because it did do really good. I, I read the early reviews originally and they were bashing it and I was like, oh, you know, go in with a blind mindset. Um, our friend Ari and her one friend Jesse saw it. They, they said they liked it. They said it was kind of convoluted with multiple things from multiple games into one movie, but they liked it. So I was like, I'll give it a chance. It wasn't bad. For a video game movie, it was actually better than most. What if you go into it without playing the games? Like, how is it as just a movie? Well, Ari never knew the game, so and she she said she enjoyed it. Did so. you, have you ever seen National Treasure? Yes. Yeah. You're basically getting a National Treasure with like soft Indiana Jones action in it. Sure. Yes. And that's basically Uncharted. Like, yeah. In a nutshell, yeah. like in, in the most basic terms, that's the way I can put it. But yeah. the biggest complaint that I would I say is I, I, no. I don't hate Marky Mark, but like Marky Mark as that role of that character is yeah. still was like I was just like this I was like you shouldn't have been cast for this in my head. And I'm just like I'm here. Oh, doesn't he cast Sully? Yeah, he's Sully. Yeah, that's right. I, I Put a mustache on himself. Jesus. That, that, that's the biggest criticism I've heard. And yeah, Sully was always the great for one-liners. No, he really was. But I mean, overall, though, like, it's not like a, a bad movie. And what is my favorite one is I'm sweating like a hooker in a brothel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he always had really good one-liners. Yeah. But no, I mean, pretty much so overall, like, I was, like, looking at the numbers for how much it sells. Like, I don't like what they do now with when it comes to movies. And they're like, well, realistically, for how it's doing, it's actually terrible under movie standards. But after COVID pandemic, this is actually a top tier movie. Wait, what? It's like, how are uh, movie pop like movie theater populations now compared to how they were before COVID? I mean, it's hard to say because like it's it really hard because this, when I saw Spider-Man, every seat was filled. Uh, okay, but that's also a city like Midland, which is a very tiny city, as opposed to major cities, which still have heavier COVID, like Tallahassee or yeah. something like. Because I, but there's a podcast I listen to. I brought it up. Laser Time. Chris was even saying on his show, he went to. I think it was the Homecoming episode or whatever, No Way Home for Spider Man. He said he went to go see that. He'll never do it again because there's so many people in their coffin. Yeah, like yeah. It was, he, he was just afraid that he was going to get sick, and he's just like, yeah, my this was nice that, to get out of my the house. Thi but. My thing is this. If you're hacking up a lung and you feel sick, you know what? You should wear a mask if you're sick. That's what you, everyone else in Asia does. If you feel sick, wear a mask. A yeah. real mask, not a cloth mask, I'm, a real one. We're right. living in America. We have the freedom to cough on other people, Adam. <sighs> exactly. If I got to be sick, so do you. Okay, I guess I'm going down. <laughs> I'm taking as many people with me. Yeah, it's speaking of going down, so I got uh, this stuff here called Scorpion Skit Stint. I did not G like the smell. 
Did you smell it? It's I smelled it already the first time. I gotta, I'll smell it give again. me a sniff. Give me a sniff. Go you ahead. inhale that. Get that in your be, brain. Be careful when you sniff that. Seriously, stuff. it burns. I'm not kidding. It burns like a mofo if you get up your nose. It smells Woo. weird, right? Woo. It's like that blood, has got some kick to it. Blood man. drive smelled like feet. That stuff is just. It's, I thought Tetris smelled <laughs> like feet. No, no, it was blood drive. Never mind. Blood drive was the one that smelled like feet. Yeah, it's like I was. I was gonna oh. keep my mouth shut and have you take a big old whiff of it, but oh. that would have burned your nostrils. Man, what does that taste like? I yeah, want to see so what that tastes like. He bought it the one day, and he goes, "Hey, Adam." I haven't drunk out of this. It's got uh, ice in it and yeah. water. Let's and... see what this tastes like. I'm actually. You might want to shake it a little bit. Yeah, but um, he literally hands this to me and goes, "Whiff it," and I sneeze. I, I inhale it. And I just pause and he's go, oh, are you okay? I'm like, I'm gonna go get a tissue. And I was just like, my nose is burning! Yeah, yeah I'm probably over like, <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna I die. I feel it, I'm alive! And again, this is Scorpion Sting G Fuel. Ooh, I bought another it six. It smells kinda nice. I, it's, a, I, it's got a weird aftertaste. It's got a kick to it. I don't know about the aftertaste. The initial, the initial taste is fine, the aftertaste burns. I don't like the aftertaste. It's weird. It is, it's weird, right? I kinda like that, actually. See, I'm not a big fan. I kind of like that. I told Adam I'm gonna keep this one here. He can have it. I kind of like that. Yeah. Did you try it yet? I'm not actually drink, 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 but I. You can drink that. You put put some of that in my drink. I'll drink that. I want some drink. I'm gonna drink it through a straw. I mean, yeah, you can if you want. I don't care. Yeah, it's just the it's the aftertaste that just I don't like. I'm not a big fan of it. Whereas I started drinking the the Crash Bandicoot stuff. That stuff's good. Crash Bandicoot Wumpa Fruit. That's my favorite G Fuel. You heard it here for not sponsored. I just, I've been buying G Fuel as opposed we to are, soda. We can totally sell out. Hear us out, G Fuel. Pay us. Just sound like pissing. Here's <laughs> <laughs> your mana drone ASMR moment. <laughs> we are now Amarath. Oh, oh God. God. I'll get the bikini on. Yep. Screw it. I, I always loved it because every time Jerma has his like, oh, I'm AFK. It's always like him pouring tea like in a background because somebody's like, you left your mic on. We can hear you pissing. And he's like, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And so like a few times he's like joked on stream and he like pours like tea in the background and, and people are like, oh, my God, he actually left his mic on. And he like turns on his like microphone, like he turns on like the actual like camera and it's him pouring tea. He's like, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, right. <laughs> good guys. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, Noah does not feel the wells. I guess he has a pounding headache and he can barely move with like it will get up without feeling like crap. So he's not here. And he was our major player for the Elden Ring. Well, not Forbidden West though, too. He's got more hours than like I do. But isn't yeah, it? I'm not a fan. I don't like the scorpions. But stuff. isn't it really sad no, that can, Gorilla Games? He gave me all of it. I got to drink all of it. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> I'm drinking peach ring Sonic stuff because I bought freaking twelve of them. Yeah. But isn't it sad though? Like I feel so bad because again, it, it's the same scenario for Gorilla Games when it comes to Forbidden West because the first one. Wait. Gorilla Games made this? Yeah. The Red Faction people? Not Red Faction. Killzone. Wait, what'd they make? They made Killzone. Gorilla Games made, were the ones made, that made Killzone. Who made Red... Oh, I'm, I'm thinking Red Faction Gorilla. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I'm Wait, an idiot. What game are we talking about? Horizon. Horizon. Oh, yeah. Forbidden I West. Played, I haven't played it. Me it's, either. I like it. I'm like, I'm like four or five hours into it. It takes place a couple months after the first one ends, and uh, you head to this new area, which is like California and a bunch of the U.S. area. 
I have California and a bunch of the U.S. area. That's a long like, like California, California, Las Vegas, and oh, stuff like so that. So that yeah. that yeah. area, yeah, that area, West, so, Forbidden West, Dirt. yeah, Dirt. yeah. It all makes sense. I haven't played the first one. I love the first and I'm one. I'm already really do. fucking tired of the people who are surrounding this game, and I'm not playing the second one. Huh? The, I, the dialogue alone is just... No, I, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the fans. Uh, the fans have already done, like, I'm not touching this game. I'm done with this. Like, look at the graphics between the first one and the second one. Look at her teeth. Look how far we've come with graphics. Like, you dumb motherfucker, you're staring at the back of her head for most of the fucking game, and this is literally the one thing you're trying to point out. To be a, fair, there is a crap ton of cutscenes in this game. And, and I will say that, yes, the graphics for this game look fantastic. Yeah, or on my original PS4, I really loud. My PS4 so is loud. done with the fucking argument of, this game looks fantastic. Okay, what's your actual criticism on the game? This game looks amazing. It's like, the graphics are fantastic. It's like, how does it play? This is what's me. the story? What's yeah. what's every yep. other aspect of this game? It looks and it's like okay. Anybody that's listened to TGE way back in 2007 or when did we make that show? 2009. I was a graphics whore back then. I've yes. totally done a 180 now. I prefer gameplay over I rather, graphics. I, I only rather take, you take so far. Yeah. I'd rather take a good story and good gameplay like, over graphics any day yeah. of the week. And, 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 to, and to, like, go into that a little bit, it's like, if I would have been hearing that this game has, like, phenomenal combat and, like, a great story and, like, all these other aspects, I'd probably be interested. Literally the only fucking thing I've heard about this game is, why does she have a beard? Huh? Yeah, somebody did, like, a zoom-in shot on, like, her face, and she has facial hair. I thought it was, like the weird thing that weird. she was wearing around her neck that gave her the facial no, hair. No, 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 no. Apparently, if you actually look really close at her model because somebody fucking decided to zoom in on her, she actually has, like, little snippets of, like, facial hair because that, you know, like, they don't have razors. They can't shave. So, like, yeah, you know, some women do actually get facial hair. Yeah, you know, I like to give them credit for the art direction. That's fine. But it's, like, literally people are like, this ruins the fucking game. This is awful. I'm not playing this. And it's, like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, when wasn't there like a big backlash because she turned out to be pudgy on the PS5 version? Yes. Yeah, no, 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 no yeah. She's a, in the first game. She was like fairly, like I think, reasonable, like like normal, like lean. a normal. Yeah, there you go, lean. And then I guess apparently they, in the newest one, they she like she looks bigger. Yeah, yeah. she put on some weight. That's fine. That happens. Yeah, like whatever. <laughs> and it's this. It's literally the same fucking people that just like went out there crying. Like, uh, yeah, this one person like for. What was it? Uh, God damn it. Steven Universe? That, what am I thinking of? Is that the name of the show? Ah, uh, why am I drawing a blank on that? You know what show I'm talking about, right? What I've show? Heard, I've heard of Steven Universe. Yeah, I've it is Steven it Universe. Though. Okay, yeah. So the thing is, is that one of the characters in the show, Rose, somebody drew her drew her, like, drew her skinny, like as a fan. Uh. And it was like, here's what she'd probably look like if she was skinny. And she got so many fucking death threats from fans that yeah. she almost committed suicide. And it's just like... So is this like the toxic, you know, the toxic cult from My Hero Academia level? Uh, I don't know if it's that bad. I haven't heard of too much toxic shit yet coming from the, like, the Horizon Zero Dawn. And I'm sorry, this is a little bit of a tangent, but, like, literally almost every other aspect I've heard of this game is just either the graphics, people getting pissed off about the fact that she has facial hair, and that's it. And that, to me, like, doesn't bode well for a video game if that's all I'm hearing about it. Again, if I the, were the, seeing the, funnily enough, but again, bring up Chris and Laser Time, he was talking about it on a bonus time where he said one, he was asking one of his co-hosts, is the first game is it worth finishing the first game and its story to go into the second one and they're just like, yes, finish it. And he's like, because I wasn't really paying attention to the story, but he said he completed everything in the game because apparently the, the first game's gameplay is excellent. 
Yeah, I it didn't hook do you me. Know, I tried. Do you know it over the, the biggest summer. problem that what hurt um, Horizon Zero Dawn in the first place? Mm-mm. Legend of Zelda. Breath of well, the yeah, everybody's comparing <laughs> it to no, 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 no. Those came out. Forbidden West came out, and then Legend of Zelda literally came out a couple days after that game came out, and it just took all the thunder. Sure. What happened this time? Forbidden West comes out, getting good reviews. Then Elder yes, Ring comes yes. out, and it takes all the thunder. I heard about that on Twitter. Somebody mentioned that. It was it was funny. And, and like, I can't deny that that must have had some effect on it. But like, the thing is, is that generally on the internet, it doesn't matter. You're going to hear about a game if it's good or sure, bad. Yeah. No. And, no. Yeah. And, exactly. and very quickly, don't get me wrong. Did Legend of Zelda pop up and steal a lot of the thunder? Absolutely. And at the time, Elden I, Ring's doing the same thing. Oh yeah, ten hard. out of ten raving reviews. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah. From you, you can't deny that. Yeah, no. you can't. But at the same time, it's like I'm still not hearing much about Horizon, and it's just like I don't think it's just because Elden Ring is taking all the thunder. I think that like my biggest complaint that I have that my four to five like I think it's like yeah at least four to five hours in because like Noah had more hours logged into this one. I, I've been playing Destiny more than he has because the expansion came out, which I will talk about so much about that one in a little bit. But everyone I keep talking to says the same thing. Like, there's a lot of talking. There's, like, a lot of people just talking. Well, I'm like, yeah, cool. I get it. Okay, let's go. That wasn't a problem for Metal Gear Pocket Solid. But is the story good? Is it worth paying attention? I mean, so far is from it what... Bo- I, is the story boring? Is that why everybody's mad? I don't think the story's like, boring, in my opinion. But, like, the, the thing that I... <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, my God. I was like, at first, like, your, your smile. Are you just enjoying that, that pinging sound? You forgot the... Ah, ah. <laughs> Second derailed. His second derailed. ASMR moment. There you go. <laughs> Just fucking dab and throw the drink on yeah. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. They're just like, I gotta sir. look up on YouTube and see if there's a Nicolas Cage like drinks creepily or something for wait, a commercial. Wait, 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 give me some. There we go. Yeah. Now make some surfing. Now let's continue. <laughs> okay, thank you. No, I mean the the major catch about I love the the Horizon Zero Dawn game in the first place was hey do you like all these animals yes well do you like robots well yeah what if they were gigantic killing robots I'm like dude awesome and that that's what the the major sell for me was that was just like okay well in Forbidden West there's gonna be a gigantic robot mammoth you just you just explained the plot of Beast Wars when I was a kid I love Beast Wars I know I fucking Wild love Wild Wars. West with a gigantic spider oh my god that movie was awful but the fucking but it was budget, awful but good the, at the but same the time budget for that movie was amazing kind of like I mean I'm not saying the game we're talking about now is bad but like the budget for it's been pretty decent if I remember correctly it really like, it was a pretty big game uh, yeah I could see that. No, but, like, the one thing that always makes me, like, look and just stand in confusion, I'm like, wow, Guerrilla Games could actually make a good open world. I, I felt bad that they were forced to make the Killzone games now, because, I mean, like, their best Killzone was Killzone 2, but for how, like, toxic the community was for a Sony a Sony fanboys were back in the early 2000s, when the PS3 came out, when Killzone 2 came out, with people like early reviews and they're like how do you say it's an 8 out of 10 if you can't play it? like you know we got early builds we were able to play all these games we were able to link our PS3s together no it's trash you're lying we can't believe you blah 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 like that was a dark time I think like, Sony fanboys were so mean to people I mean Sony fanboys are still fucking mean but to be fair no. we, they, they, we still do live in a day and age unfortunately where developers get different copies of the games than yes. the actual like Public. Oh, cool. Ashley Birch is the one that does Tiny Tina, but she's also the voice of uh, Aloy. Yeah, you know that? No. 
I was curious on who voiced her. Yeah. So, like, even a good example is, like, when we talk about, like, a, like just a small tangent, but, like, Pokemon Unite. Like, when people get the review copies of that shit, they have everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's not even an aspect of, like, well, we're reviewing all the battle pass and shit like that. It's like, they have everything unlocked. And so it's like, yeah, no matter why, the game looks better on the surface because they don't have to deal with all the bullshit mm-hmm. that we have to deal with. And so, yeah, it's it's no different now. Like, we still well, have no, that I'm like, I still remember the one day where, like, I showed Josh, and I was, like, so excited the one time, and I was just, like... We were hanging out, and I'm like, dude, I posted on this one, I think it was IGN? It was IGN or something like that. And it was like, Final Fantasy is coming up for the Xbox 360. Oh, yeah. You know what I looked at? All my friends, like, dude, we all get to play this game. I, you, I have a PS3, I have an Xbox 360. We're all going to play this. We're all going to have fun. We're all going to talk about this. How cool is this? No, nope, PlayStation hate. <laughs> I literally posted, I was like, dude, this is amazing that I get to play it, and all my other friends who have the PS3 can play it. We can talk about this. This is so cool. I don't get to miss out. You think I would be like, oh, yeah. Totally. I'll, I'll read the first post for you. Kill yourself, Yeah. <laughs> this is our game. You don't get it. Like I had a Why isn't this exclusive I had to us? 125 comments. Yeah. Only 10 of them, I think, if I remember correctly, were positive. The rest was telling me how I'm a horrible person and I should slip my wrists. Yeah. One told me that I hope my parents drown. That's the internet for you, though. And yeah. I just think you're going like, but we both get to play the but game. But it's our exclusive, Adam. Oh, my PlayStation God. PlayStation only. You guys get Halo. How come we don't have Halo? Mm. Yeah. This is, I'm talking back then. No, we, I, oh, yeah, I, know. I mean, to be I fair, know. the exclusivity issue is still a problem now. Like, Is it? I, I mean, I mean, there's still people out there that obviously get pissed at this type of thing. And it does hurt the gaming market as a whole going forward. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Nintendo can't fail with how big they are, but, like, sure. it sucks. There's well, a lot. It's also a different perspective, I guess, from at least mine and Adam's point of view because we we have the money to buy whatever consoles we want now we're not rich yeah yeah but, but we like, can, we're like, adults. when we, when we, we were money. kids it was no. one console pretty yeah. much you know like you gotta get this one console yeah, yeah. And as an adult you have to get all three if you want to play them but yeah yeah it's but, an expensive hobby you can either afford it or you can't that's just how it is i mean i wouldn't say it's expensive it's still pretty cheap all things considered true I mean, yeah, it's, I, not, I it's, be, not expe- it's not it's not it's not cheap but it's not Jay, expensive Jay, Jay leno uh, you know where he collects freaking exotic cars. I mean, as a hobby. I mean, if you think about like something, like if you even consider like a lot of sports, sports are fucking expensive. Are they? Oh yeah, baseball. Yeah, oh, yeah even baseball. How much expensive. baseball used to cost when I was a kid? Oh, the you, uniforms to get the equipment. Oh, oh Adam, not, I wasn't thinking that far ahead. I'm just yeah, like, like, if oh, you want to play football, you, you, just you get finally a grew, football. you little yeah. stick figure. We gotta get you a new glove, new True. pants, new boots. Yeah, you know, well, not boots. I mean, but cleats, new cleats. Yeah, yeah. New, yeah. new cleats every year because your feet are constantly growing. Yeah, but like if you look at something like yeah, football. Like yeah, you could just buy football and go around and toss around the old pigskin. Yeah, that's a term I haven't heard of in a while. But the point still being is that you can just do that, and that aspect of it is cheap. But it's just like if you look at like other card games, like even me getting back into Pokemon, like that yeah. shit's expensive. That's expensive. Sure. Than it used to be. Like oh even one God. of the one of the decks I just made is like a ninety dollar deck, and that's just for one deck. Hmm. Singles are still like single cards are still like twenty five cents a pop, and yeah. you need sixty of them. Do the math. Yeah. Do the math. I'll do the math. Well, I mean, I, I've always had the mindset of <laughs> like after I stopped playing SWCCG, my mindset went to this is paper. I shouldn't be like buying $50 worth of like one for one premium card. cardboard like that that's what it is it's 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 expensive cardboard but if it's your hobby I understand it oh yeah hell yeah I fucking love Pokemon I'll you still know, play this shit to the end of the day I and can't I can't knock anybody for it yeah and so you know I get to you still have to spend your money on something 
<laughs> you know what I mean? You can't yeah, take it with you. You have you hobbies. You have things you want to do. Then go ahead and do it. If you want to just save your money, then you know, like, uh, you so know, more power. I to could you. be like a pharaoh and bury all my stuff with me in my casket. No, it's a, one, one of my friends from high school used to say that. Dude, like, when I die, I want my special. You collection. just explained the plot of Yu-Gi-Oh to our fan base. It's like a bunch of ancient Egyptian pharaohs buried themselves with their Yu-Gi-Oh decks, and then they came back to play the shadow game. And then people found it in the modern day. Now they play the shadow games. And it's because they bury their cards with them. I'm going to bury my fucking Pokemon cards with me when I die. All of them. And you know what's going to happen? A thousand years from now, they're going to find that shit and be like, we're going to stop. They worship these gods. Yeah, they worship these as, <laughs> as if they were a god. Yeah. What the hell is a Charmander? <laughs> you know, yeah. Look at it and be like, it's probably going to be set in like the Forbidden West universe, yeah. too, with robot dinosaurs running around. Yep. Oh my god, that'd be great. I summon Mewtwo, the forbidden one. He allows me to win the game instantly. Yeah. You can't even read the text, Bob. You're making that up. I, I can read it. No, you can't. No, what you does can't. it say? No, you can't. I don't even know how Yu-Gi-Oh. Attack. Attack. I don't know. Was that movie Attack. that gods must be crazy? Where they're doing the click-clacky language? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. I, so I, all I can think of is, uh, oh, Christ. The, uh, the cobbler. Uh, was it the prince of the cobbler? Or the princess of the cobbler? I yeah, I know that one, yeah. That, that's the line in there. He's but like, I mean, attack. But oh. overall, like, again, I really like this game. But again, Destiny 2 and then Elder Ring has kind of just taken my, you know, me playing that away. And you know why? Everybody's already made the joke. It's like, watch, fucking Breath of the Wild 2 is going to come out sometime this year. And it's going to be labeled as Game of the Fucking Year again. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think we're going to no, get it. No, I don't think we're going to get no, it. No, I don't think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to come out until like another year, year yeah, and a half. Yeah, because I, I really want Noah here because he's been playing it way more than I have. I have been doing too much Destiny grinding where like I, I've been trying to find every little thing. Again, Like I can get right into that. Destiny 2 the newest campaign. What about a break first? Because we've been probably going for like 20 minutes. Oh, okay. So I don't know anything. Any suggestions it, for a break? Oh, um, dum 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 dum. Ah, uh, what can we talk about? Like, what would be a good song to take us out, Andrew? You're drinking the you're drinking the amazing G fuel. You have the power to decide what we takes us out. Fresh Prince Bel Air. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> yes, yes. Fresh Prince song Fucking taking us out. Easy, easy, there, easy. There you go. All right. The easiest game. The easiest music of my life. Yep. Just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Destiny 2 Song, Break of Dawn, by Miracle of Sound.
we're back. But before you go on about your tirade of tirades with tirading with tirades, uh, well, tirades. this is tirading with Tyrone. Let's go. <laughs> Whoa, that's Tyrant Tyrone tirading. Yep. <laughs> That's a title. It's probably a podcast. It probably is a real podcast so, right now. So Welcome I, to the Tyronian Podcast. So this is where I would bring my review of the new Pokemon TCG client. If I fucking had one, because it's Canadian locked. Is it really? Yes. You need a VPN. Yeah, I'm not getting a fucking VPN to fucking migrate my Pokemon trading card game account to Canada to play this fucking... No. Why is it Canadian locked? I don't understand it. So something that's cool because I just got, get, got back. Trudeau. I just recently got back to the TCG a little bit, the trading card game, the the physical version of it. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is that apparently Japan doesn't even have a fucking client for this because over there they just play the goddamn game in per person. What a novel fucking concept. Nobody plays the game over here, kids. I'm sorry. Magic the Gathering. Online gaming is really weird and different from from us to them. Yeah. Like, when every single time my friend went to China. Japan and Japan. a few other and a few other um you know like Asian countries. He said, Adam, when the PSP was out, I guarantee in the DS situation was happening. He goes, Adam, there was not a. I did not like. I I saw so many people not on their phone, but honestly playing with their handhelds with other people. Yeah, and there could be literally like you know, a huge separation where they didn't know where the person was, but they were playing a game with someone. Then what you probably don't realize is most of that shit's probably just street pass. Yeah, but, but well, I, I legitimately, mean, where the hell street pass for the Switch? I don't know, man. I but wish they had. My thing it was this: no, it was Monster Hunter. When Monster Hunter came out on the PSP, sure, yeah. oh my goodness, he was telling me like there were so many people, just random people, just playing. Yeah, yeah. And the train. Yeah, it was what, insane. What a novel fucking concept! Just playing games with people that you meet and meeting up. But yeah, so the point still being is that the TCG kind of needs a little bit of a boost over here, so they have an online client so people can play it. The fucking problem is, is that it's in Canada, like. Look at me dead in the fucking Andrew, eye and tell do me. We that need to go to war with Canada. So we can look play me your dead in the fucking eye and tell me that Canada makes more sales for Pokemon than America does. They do not. There's no fucking There's way. Not even so why is it locked to Canada? And the, so the worst thing is too, right? Is that all of the big name streamers who play the game play in America, except for like one who yeah. is actually in Canada. But the point still being is that. He basically got contacted by Nintendo and like, yeah, you can use a VPN. We don't give a fuck. And it's like, then why is it not just an open beta to everybody? Why no, is yeah, it I locked agree. to camp? Like, why? Is this something Nintendo's going to sell once the beta's done? That's no, fully released. No, it's it's free to play. So oh. so I, I I guess from what I've seen and what I've watched so far with the game, I'm actually pretty impressed by the fact that they're giving away a lot of like meta cards and they're actually making it pretty accessible to get cards in the game because the uh, the client right now, somebody's like, should I jump in today? It's like, no, no, no. It is fucking hard to get into. It is expensive if you actually want to get into it. You have to spend money on it. And not like... It, it, okay, so... I don't want microtransactions in the game. The new client does not have microtransactions. The old client does not have microtransactions. Though in theory, you can buy packs of cards in real life, and every real-life booster pack comes with a game code that you can... Put uh, scan it. But now here's the thing, right? Booster packs are going to cost you like 3 to $4 in order to actually scan one into the game. The thing is, though, is that a lot of online... Uh, Stores sell these codes for like pennies. Oh, so you can go online and buy like if you want this one set of cards You could buy like 150 packs for like three cents a pop And so like you're spending like 15 bucks on 150 packs Which is obviously way cheaper than it would be in real life Yeah, and then you can open the packs in game or you can trade them in game as a currency to other players in order to get cards Sure, but so like a good example is like even one of the most meta cards right now like Mew VMAX is like 80 fucking packs of cards in game Hmm. And it's like, 
why is this a thing? Like, this is fucking awful. Like, I just want to get the goddamn card. And so now if you get the new client, they give you a lot of meta cards and it's easy to actually craft the cards. And yeah. trading is just gone, thank Christ. So it's actually one of those things that they want to make it kind of like, yeah, if you buy, if you get the game, you can just work towards cards and earn them, which is great. The game should be like that. So I'm, I'm happy for that. The client looks like ass, though. Ah. It huh. looks like ass. It, it, like, the old game actually legitimately looks better. <laughs> and, and the worst thing about it is that a third party made the old game and they're reti and they're sunsetting this and they're making the new client and the new client is ran officially by Nintendo. Huh. And it looks worse than the Wait, old client. Wait, what? So, the thing is, is that there's a lot of cool effects that the new client has, but they miss out on almost every other part of the game to make it look good. And the thing is, I understand where this game is very minimalistic in design because it's also meant to be played on the cell phone, but like... I also don't understand the idea of having a game, a card game, be a cell phone accessible game because it's like, it it's not fast paced. Like oh. card games intrinsically are not very fast paced. Maybe you like Yu-Gi-Oh is very fast. No, say Yu-Gi-Oh is very fast. So was was Duel Masters too. Well, yeah. So like the new client of Duel Masters for Yu-Gi-Oh is like, and it's not uncommon for games to be over within two or three turns. Mostly, usually one or two is the average, hmm. and very rarely is it turn zero. But there are turn zero wins. Jeez. Yeah, the game is nuts in terms of its speed. So, like, if that was a cell phone client, I could understand, because it's like, yeah, matches are going really fast. But Pokemon is intrinsically slower than both Magic the Gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh. Why is your client being launched first and foremost for cell phones and not the PC? What about Hearthstone? Uh, what about it? It's like, how fast is that compared to Pokemon? Uh, it depends. Is that on cell phones? I, I imagine it is. I can't remember if it is or not. I, yeah. It is on cell phones. I'm trying to go back and think about it. So, like, the problem with Hearthstone is that a lot of the in-game actions for that take a long time. Oh. So, like, you have to, like, hover a card and slap it down, and then it does, like, its animation. Yep. and Says its voice clip and yep. whatever. Then the game still has to do all of its physical, like, movements and shit like that. And it's a lot slower than the Pokemon, in my opinion, because Pokemon's pretty quick and snappy like the current client is. Sure. But the new client is slower than that. Ah. And, like, I shit you not, one of the matches I watched from start to finish took 15 fucking minutes just for, like, him going through all the, like, ropes. Yeah. And that's considered, a sh like, a long game by Pokemon. But it's still, like... 15 fucking minutes for this when most of it is taken up by the animations and the slow yeah. clunkiness of the UI and this game could have been over in five. This game would have been over in five to six minutes on the old client and the new one takes like twice as long. Three it times as long. really freaking fast. I mean, to be honest, from my own experience playing CCGs, an SWCCG game like Star Wars back in the day yeah. would have taken like an hour. Yeah. And, like, in a card shop. Yeah. Physically. And, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Some games are just faster and slower than others but like Pokemon is kind of like the middle ground in terms of its speed. It's not faster than Yu-Gi-Oh, it's not faster than Magic the Gathering in terms of st standard. I'm not right. going into I'm not going into Commander because that's a whole other ball game. But it's still the middle ground. And so it's funny to me that the client is actually slower than the old client that is made by a third party. So mm. I'm hoping that a lot of feedback to this is being taken in. But yeah. I also don't know because again, like anybody who actually wants to play this client has to use a fucking VPN. And then most people who I've actually seen about this client have been toxic about it. Ah, so, why? and the problem is it comes back to the idea of like, even when I talk to people who are like, you know, anybody in the community or even big name streamers and I'm talking in their chats and stuff like that, it's like, give concise, you know, uh, polite feedback on things that you think should be fixed or could be better, anything like that. 
uh, do not go and say this is fucking trash. Lol, and then oh. and, and like I haven't seen. I was seen gonna it. say, what the hell do you mean by polite feedback? So polite feedback would be something like constructive criticism, not, constructive not just cr blatant hate. Yeah. So like a good example is like one of the biggest things people hate about the game is that the game fucking flashbangs you when you pull a prize card. Like, and I mean that legitimately, as in, like, I pull a prize card, and then the screen Stro just... Strobe light? It, it's a yeah. bright green and white light that yeah. flashes when you pull it, and it's like, oh, my fucking eyes! Yeah. And the thing is, is that everybody's looked at this and goes, there's no way you guys pass this. This is not going to even pass health and sta safety standards. Yeah, where the hell is my epilepsy warning? Yeah, exactly. There needs to be one for the game, because, like, this legitimately could cause that for yeah. people. And it's just like, how did this pass? Why is this even in the beta? By the way, how is this not being patched out? Why are you not listening to feedback right now? Yeah. And so it worries me with this game client because, again, a lot of people are like, well, it's better than the old game client. They're going in a better direction in terms of, like, being able to craft cards, target cards, stuff like that. But it's like... Um, this is a multi-billion dollar industry. Why is this so slow? Sure. Why is this not being handled better? Why is this not being taken care of with more, you know, uh, just urgency with your fan base? Why are you not listening to your feedback? Because you want this to, you want this to grow and like pull people in. Like you want people to play this and it pull in new people. Dual Link, or Dual Masters for Yu-Gi-Oh! pulled in a lot of new players. A mm. lot of new people, who, and a lot of old players who heard that the client came out were really excited to play the game again. Doesn't, I'm not saying that, you know, it is raking billions of dollars or anything like that, but you know, it is bringing in a lot of new fans. And so the thing is, is that when Dual Masters launched for Yu-Gi-Oh! and maybe I could play that and try to get a review of that, because that would be interesting. Um, you know, people were pretty excited about it. You know, there yeah. was hype around it. There was enough hype around it that new people played the game. But when the new Pokemon client launches, I think it's just going to be, it's here, and everybody's going to be like, yay. And, and it's not going to draw in anybody new. Like, uh, word of mouth is going to be a way. Like, if I told somebody, like, yo, this game is actually really easy to get into. They give you a lot of meta decks. You can go right now. You can get, like, into it. People won't be like, oh, okay, that's good. But, like... You're not going to just see a news article, like, a, a commercial for this and be like, whoa! You don't think, like, big Twitch streamers are going to pull in a lot of oh, fuck. sales or whatever? No. No? Because, like, I think the biggest Twitch streamer I watch who plays this, it, it pulls, like, an average of, like, 600 to 700 viewers. That's it? That's it. Like, that's still a lot. That's still in the, like, easily the top I'm zero. I'm thinking compared to, like, say somebody like you guys bring up all the time, Moon Moon. Moon. He's got, like, 23,000 viewers at some point. He's got no interest in this game. Why well, is I'm, he? Why is he? What's, what's, what is drawing somebody like him into this game? Oh, I like, I like Pokemon. But, like, hype. Isn't there going to be, like, a general hype at least for a couple weeks over this game? No, I don't no. see it happening. And, and even when the and even when Yu-Gi-Oh! came out, there was no hype around it in terms of, like, really? bringing in big-name streamers. Big-name streamers, no. Like, it was very popular for a day or two. It was, like, the top, like, fourth or fifth game on Twitch. Yeah. But it immediately died off. Mm. Immediately. Because, well, and to be fair, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a very dense and hard game to get into. Its difficulty is... All I know is the numbers are out of like crazy uh, it's not even just the numbers it's the fact if you've ever seen a card it's just like okay let's see what this card does and you have two fucking paragraphs of text on uh. the smallest printed card and they are physically the smallest printed cards hmm. and now it's going to interact with another 20 cards in your deck and even though your deck is only 40 cards yeah and your extra deck is like 20 it's like yeah there's an extra deck i don't know the rules to you yeah you're right it's like if i have I've to say it yeah it's like now you have to mention what the fuck is an extra deck it's like 
Don't ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't ask. We'll it, pass that. We'll pass yeah, we that. won't pass that. But the point still being, and maybe when, like I said, I might try out the client, I'll talk to people about the game and how it's changed over the year. But the, still the biggest problem with Yu-Gi-Oh! is that every card has a fucking paragraph and half a text yeah. on it. And it's always, I play this card to summon special, uh, special summon this card, which now allows me to search my deck for this card. And now by playing this spell card, it interacts with this spell card to reverberate off this spell card, allowing me to draw two additional cards. Now I exile the top two cards of my deck, and now I play this card. And this now puts exactly 15 cards in my hand, which now allows me to play this card, which allows me to win condition if I have 14 cards in my hand. And I just beat the game and it's like and my eyes just went cross-eyed when you said that he does that convoluted turn and then <laughs> you immediately look at the judge and he, they're just like wait look up the rule book for like 15 minutes yeah, is that like, right is yeah, that legal no, yeah no he can do that he can do that he can do that he can do that yep no, he can do that yeah. okay yeah he won the game you fucking yeah. you suck you suck bobby little bob he he drew he won turn zero you suck why are you playing this game it's like i remember going to <laughs> collector's corner playing swccg me and my one of my best friends from grade school used to play the hell out of it just against each other. We went to that tournament and figured out shit that we had no idea was even part of the rules. Yeah. And we just got spanked. Yeah. We, like, just completely destroyed by people that are now my age, like 40-year-olds. Well, I'm not 40, I'm 39, but 40-year-olds playing this game that just beat the shit out of us. Oh, yeah, and, and that's kind of one of the problems that's funny. always... That's probably one of the biggest issues that's always been an issue with card games. It's like me even trying to get into Magic the Gathering with one of my roommates. It's like, this is fucking dense. Yeah, it's complicated. It, 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 it's it's dense. I wouldn't say so much that the games are complicated because once you start... There's just a lot of different rules because they change with each expansion. It's stupid. It, it depends on the deck. So, like, Pokemon, Pokemon has intrinsically been almost the exact same since it's, a it's, uh, it's introduction. That's not Magic's case. Yes. The thing with Pokemon is that Pokemon has basically said, okay, well, you have, like, supporter cards, and they're like, okay, well, we'll make it to where you can only play supporter card uh, once per turn. And then they're like, okay, well, now the only other rule we've updated is that you cannot play it on your first turn. Hmm. Okay, what's the next? Uh, well, you, the person who goes second can play the supporter, but not the person who goes first. And it's like, okay, the person who also goes first cannot attack their first turn. That's essentially it. Item cards, use as many as you want. Energy, you can attack one per turn. That's been like that since d day zero of the card game. Ah. You draw once per turn, day zero. Yeah. A lot of these cards are staple cards, and a lot of the rules are staple rules that have been in the game since day zero. It's not magic. Like, if you go back far enough into the magic expansions, there's, like, rule sets that don't even exist anymore. Right, but yeah. the thing is, is that a lot of ideas of magic have been kind of the same. It's like, you upkeep, you upkeep, and then you draw your card, and right. then... You play your spell, you play your land, you play this, and, like, a lot of those rules have been the same for Magic Well, together. like, I don't remember the name of the, expan the, the expansion, but it introduced a Hellbent rule set where it's, like, if you have one card left in your hand, yeah. you have to say Hellbent or you have to draw two more. That rule has been gone for years. Yeah, I never heard of that. I don't remember the name of it, but it was, like, but I think it was the expansion right before Rag Rav Ravnarok? It's, I don't think it's Ragnarok. I think it's Ra Ravnik? Huh. I, I don't even know. I haven't played Magic in, like, almost 20 years. Yeah, so I don't but know. I don't... Magic changes every freaking expansion. It's stupid. Yeah, and there's and there's It does. Rules. It makes it pointless to even want to play the game sometimes when, like, I buy all these cards. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, you can't really use these in actual, like, Lee play. Well, I mean, like, that also happens with any card game. Card games rotate. Like, Pokemon is the same way. Ro like, up here in September, they're having another rotation of cards. And, and there's a reason for that. It's so that the, the, the card game can stay fresh. But sure. it's also for the fact that, like, you can also not have new strategies. Strategies, it allows for the games to actually breathe. It actually allows them to put new strategies. It allows them to make the game more fun. It yeah. allows, and, and that's the idea they behind don't get stale. And, and the most important thing, it doesn't get stale. And the second most important thing too is that it keeps it cheap. How? Because now, yes, you do have to buy new cards, but the idea that cards rotate now means that when cards come out, there's plenty of people buying them, and they go into rotation, and they're cheaper. So a good example 
is that by printing new cards, right? So let's look at a good example. Is like, have, you've played Pokemon, right? Or have you seen the Pokemon trading card game? No. So Adam might know. The original trading card game had something called like Professor's Oak Research. Yeah. And this is a very basic card. It has been reprinted since day zero. The rules are simply state, discard your hand and draw seven cards. Yeah. That card has been reprinted ever since day zero. Mm. And the idea behind this card is that if this card had not been reprinted, if you knew had needed to buy one of the original one of these fucking cards from over 15 to 20 years ago, yeah. the card would be... 400 fucking bucks. As, you know, like the most infamous CCG card ever created, Black Lotus. Bingo. You know. <laughs> so so the idea is that now because Professor's Research gets reprinted every single, like, yeah. two sets, sure. it's a five-cent card, yep. and you will always have it. Sure. So a good example is even going back into Magic is, like, something called Soul Ring. Soul Ring was used in every Commander deck. Hmm. But it was a 40 to 50 fucking dollar card because it was printed a long time ago and every single deck needed one. Uh, now the card is worth like a dollar and a half because they've been reprinting it so people can play it. Uh, so again, that's why these games stay cheaper. And that's one of the things that's going to be interesting with like the client coming out is that because you can craft your cards, the game is going to be cheaper. Like it's going to be easier for people to get into it. If you sure. want to get into the game now and you want to make a meta deck, you're going to be spending a lot of money and you're going to be trying to figure out this very convoluted trading system of how people value cards on a fucking fake currency. Uh, and if you want to get the cards by opening the packs, it's just as luck bases in real right. life. You know, you could open 200 fucking packs and still not get the and one And I chase would card. actually argue it's almost worse than real life because you're relying on a computer to do the, the dice roll. Right. For what get, what cards you get. Right. And to be fair, from what I've told, I've, what I've seen with the cards, the online is generally a little bit more generous than in real life. Really? What I've noticed, from okay. what I have noticed, I've pulled more rare cards online than I have in real life, even though me and Aaron just bought a set of the newest Pokemon set. We, yeah. we made our money back. We oh, were pretty oh you did? Okay. Oh, yeah, we were pretty happy on that. We were going to keep the cards, but yeah, I got a few rare cards, but the point still being is that, yeah, this new client is also going to be good for newer players. And Yu-Gi-Oh! is the same way, because you can craft chase cards, and when they start printing new sets, if this starts becoming a more updated client, it means yeah. more people are going to come into the game. Hmm. But, yeah, in terms of like trying to get back to the client, I think the problem is, is that the client isn't flashy enough Oh. Other than when it flashbangs you, but yeah, it's not right. It's not flashy enough. The avatars are fucking soulless. They are creepy. Oh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of wasted space on the game board itself. Game actions take too long, ah. and it's one of those things that, like, again, if you look at this client as a new player, you're not going to look at this and go, "Whoa, that's kind of neat." You're going to look at this and go, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like, does it look cheap? It. I wouldn't say it looks cheap. It looks sterile. Oh, is the best lifeless. Way. Yeah, it looks very lifeless. Yeah. It's like you guys are using Pokemon, which is like the most like creative IP ever fucking invented. Sure. You have over 800. You have almost over 900 Pokemon at your disposal. And this is what you come you up said with. said last week it was like a thousand. I thought it was a thousand. I had to go fact check I myself. I looked it up. I looked it up again and Google says 898. Yeah, it's 898. That's still insane. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I, I thought it was over a thousand. I had to check myself. Yes, it is 898. Mm. Though we did just get Gen 9 announced. So ah. it's about to be higher. Sure. Yay. Yeah. But yeah, I really want to review that when it comes out. So and, and, and it's on. PC or it's, is this a console thing? So it's going to be on PC. It is coming to the Switch and it is going to be on the cell phone. Ah. And one of the things that I had to do to like to prepare for this is that you can get packs online by just playing the game and they're untradeable, so you can't trade them. And the right. cards you get, you can't trade. But you need a hundred. Like, can so, you sell them? You can't sell them. Ah. So they're locked to your account. But the thing is, is that once the game is migrating over to the new client, the way they've already stated. These cards are discontinued. These cards are not going to come with you. And any packs and untradeable items that you have that are not opened are going to transfer into a currency when the game launches. Oh. So 
I've had to save up 125 packs of cards online. Hmm. And now I have like 150 of them. But when it transfers to the live game, I'm going to get a bunch of currency for crafting cards and for buying the battle pass and doing all this type of stuff. And I'm interested how the battle pass is going to work because they've already explicitly stated this game will have zero microtransactions. Nice. Hmm. And it's like, okay, well, zero trans microtransactions. I applaud you. Thank you very much. In today's cesspool of video gaming markets by not having microtransactions because yeah. even the Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Links has microtransactions. Hearthstone has microtransactions. I know Magic the Gathering has microtransactions. Yes, Pokemon has specifically stated we are not going to have microtransactions this and I fucking applaud you up and down right now. That's already a 5 out of 10 out of my books in terms of like your score. Your game hasn't even come out. 5 out of fucking 10. Thank you. I can't. I hope the game is better so I can give it a better score obviously but thank you for not putting microtransactions. But I don't know how the fuck you're supposed to buy a battle pass if you don't have microtransactions. That's a really good question. Yeah. That And that's like a big thing everybody's waiting for. It's like, why? How does this work? And I've heard a lot of people go like, well, maybe they should put microtransactions. I looked at them and I go, you should fuck off. <laughs> you um, should fuck off. So my question is, does this, does this have a uh, crossplay? Between Switch, PC, cell phone? Uh, you know, that's another or, question people have been asking. We don't know. Oh, I was uh, thinking uh, multiple uh, platforms. Honestly, their, I think it know. is going to have cross-play because, again, that's why I think they've kept this client dumbed down looking. So it runs good on cell phone. It runs good on the Switch. It runs good on PC. I'm holding like, up an iPhone XR. This sucker can run some pretty flashy games. Yeah. And, and so like, you don't really need to dumb it down too much. Yeah, that's the thing is that it's like, guys, I, I don't understand, like, what... Like, why is this game still look as sterile and, like, as lifeless as it does? Like... It's not gonna be that flashy, and like, even if it was, you could flash it up a little bit. Right. Like, my, my phone can handle Path of Exile. I'm sure it can handle Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even like when I look at Duel Masters, like for Yu-Gi-Oh, it's like this client looks fucking sick. Holy shit! I would actually play this. Like just by looks alone, there's some really cool animations and stuff in here. I like mm -hmm. this. And then Pokemon's like, when you attack, there's like a little blip on the person, and like. <laughs> And even the older client has more impactful hits. Like, when you hit for mm. 300 damage, the screen, like, shakes and has cool, like, elemental effects and stuff like that. And it's like, that's fucking neat. I will say the new client has really cool animations when you slap down a card. Like, when you put a card in play, it, like, has some really cool effects. explosion in the background. Well, oh, yeah, actually, if you push down a fire Pokemon card, like, the background of the, like, whole arena, like, blazes on fire and oh, stuff cool. like that. And it's like, oh, man, that actually looks awesome. Like, that's sick. More of it, please. Thank you. Yeah. Like, more, 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 more. Like, th this is good. This is really good. What you're doing right here, mwah, fantastic. Do more of it. Please and thank you. Who makes this? Uh, This is going to be made by the Pokemon company, so this is official. Oh, okay. Or, like, my favorite animation of the whole game of how bad it is, is that when you discard your hand, like Professor's Research I was talking about, for some reason the game client's like, what? And it brings the cards up to your hand. Is this, J is this like, Fred like, Jason 3D? Or, I'm sorry. Not Jason. Oh, was it Freddy? No. It's cr it's it's about as like weird as that. It's like a, like a horror movie '80s style. Like like, like he cut off his head and it's flying, flying towards, towards you. you. Yeah, like that's what it feels like. Right. It's like what? And it Freddy's dead. Well, there was when one his that... head flies towards the screen and those those like ghost things that yes. were like invading him flew towards the camera. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was my favorite thing because like it, like the cards just go like whoa, yeah, yeah. and then they kind of like fly into the discard pile. And it's just like <laughs> it's got the Tim Allen whoa. <laughs> yeah, whoa. Yeah. And, and so like my and like the, I made a comment on it on Twitch and everybody just cracked up about it. I was like, oh yes, I too like to sniff my cards as I before I discard because right. I if you think about it like that's what you're doing because like the cards come up to the like screen. It's like am I going? Did you and do that in uh, whatever that card game was that you were playing uh, in October? 
the, the PC only game, whatever the hell that game was called. Oh, oh, Inscription. <laughs> yeah, Inscription. No, I acted like an absolute child where I'm just like, I lost. Well, I'm going to call this card, you're a bitch. No. <laughs> I play, you're a bitch. <laughs> you're just like... Nope. I throw it away. <laughs> like, what the hell? Come on, you you little otter Scratch dick. Scratch sniff Pokemon cards. Oh, God. That'd be weird. <laughs> they, had, yeah. they had that for Earthbound. Really? Yeah, the Earthbound. So, transitioning into video games, what I was actually wondering, because you are talking about digital Pokemon stuff, how much they cost, does the fact that Earthbound is on Switch, the Nintendo, uh, the, the does it subscription, does it kill the... Does, the, it, does it devalue the yes. physical game? It hurts it a tiny bit, but no. The thing okay. is, is that you still have to think about it for the fact that no more physical copies of this game are ever going to be made. So True. they are historical items in that regard. Do I think they need to cost as much as they did? Uh, I mean, in America, they were a bit more rare, but I don't think particularly. So no. my thing is, though, is it now just going to be expensive on a rarity standpoint only, not because you can't actually play it? Yes. Because okay. because that that is a reason why a lot of these older games are still incredibly expensive, is because they are very rare and hard to get a hold of. Yeah. And, and that's just always going to be the case. It didn't matter when the Mega Man X Legacy Collection came out. Mega Man X 3 is still like fucking 150 bucks. Hmm. Not going to change. Mega Man 8, yeah, you're going to be shilling over some fucking money for that or Mega Man 7 sorry for the Super Nintendo you're still looking at like 200 to 300 dollars for that like that's because I like I brought up um, Web of Shadows last month I think it was two months ago whenever the hell I bought that I paid I think a hundred dollars for it I saw it going for as much as 300 I didn't buy it because I wanted to collect it I bought it because I cannot buy that on the console at all yes or on, the, I, on Steam period no you can I have it on Steam yeah. it is on Steam yes I have I it thought on you Steam. said it wasn't on I Steam think. I have Shattered Dimensions and the other. You were one. saying there was two Spider-Man games maybe that you cannot get, you could not get. Maybe, maybe, maybe Web of Shadows wasn't. But I didn't buy it because I wanted to collect it. I bought it because I love the game and want to have a copy to play for myself. Yeah, and so what I was thinking is Earthbound. You can buy it digitally now or get it for free yeah, with the Game it, Pass. Yeah, it's free with Game Pass. So, so yeah. does that devalue like, the physical version at all? Uh, again, it does. It does impact it a little bit because the market's now not as heavy of people wanting to buy it. But it's still coming down to, like, serious collectors are still going to buy it for the sake of collecting mm -hmm. it. Um, honestly, I think if you're going to buy something like that, you should just fucking play it. This is why when I play, like, again, I go and I had to... Right, don't buy it and just leave it in cellophane and just set it on your shelf and never touch it. Yeah, like, I honestly think that's pointless. Like, when people want, like, I just went to game on to play a Pokemon game, like, physically. Yeah. And the thing is, is, I riffle shuffle my cards, if you know what that is. Oh, you do one of the bendy things? I do the bendy things. And uh, so, like, that, I... You I, monster! Yeah, me too. I, I, ban <laughs> I bend them and I bridge them and I put them back Ugh. together. And that's what I do with my cards. Just imagine the corners one of second. those cards, One second, look man. at me, look at me. They still look good. Fuck you. They're still, they still look good. Well, I have Fuck you. They're in sleeves and they still look good because I don't I know how to bend them properly. Right. But the thing is, is that over time are they gonna crease in a little bit? Yeah, but you know what I bought these cards for? I bought them to fucking play I, them. I know, but as as a, again, I played Star Wars CCG, even though I don't touch CCGs anymore, that still made me cringe. No, seriously, Hearing it does. that, I'm just like, Watching, Ugh. when you see those cards, and like, you see the shinies, and you're just like, crunch, and I'm like, you hear that sound, and you're just like, god damn it. What the hell, man? Oh, man I should bring over my deck of god cards so I can just shuffle them in front of you guys. I fuck you. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking do it. Next next oh, podcast, I'm gonna physically bring, it's like, I'm gonna bring them up to the microphone, and I'm gonna ripple shuffle my cards. It's like, I had a friend of mine, the, the friend of mine that I used to play SWCCG with, came over to my house one time, and me and my next-door neighbor, Thomas, were playing on our picnic table with out card protectors and he took one look at my Star Wars cards and you know how they have the, the black borders yeah that's just plain black well they were all like 
like uh, fl- flaked or yeah. whatever, and they had like the white around the edges because they were all like flayed or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, what in the hell are you doing? And I was just like, having fun. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. And now I, I have all my Star Wars cards now still. They're in a big freaking gigantic shoebox. They're not worth anything. They're worth the memories, man. That was the memories. I I to try to sell those because they're in such bad shape. One, they're just not worth anything in general, and two, nobody buy them in the shape that they're in. So I don't care. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, is that like even when it comes to playing a trading card game, the thing is, is that like play the fucking thing, play the goddamn thing. It doesn't matter if your cards get damaged. If if you're if you're buying a card to collect them, then here's what you do: you put it in a sleeve protector, you put it in a binder, and you put that shit in your fucking closet. If you're buying cards to play with them, please fucking play People, with yeah, them. Well, yeah, I mean, like, in my case, those cards are in a shoebox down in the basement, I think, somewhere. If I were to actually open that up and look at the decks that are in there, which I have not looked at in, like, 20 years, yeah. it would give me goosebumps because I'd be like, holy crap, I remember playing with that. Right? It, it's like the, the memory type of thing. Right, you know, and that's that's a magical I still experience. have my original Magic deck when I used to play in high school still. Yeah, and that and those are great. Those decks, don't get me wrong, the deck cards are are beat up but man I just like I was like man dude I remember making this little white mini deck you know and playing it at I, tournaments I just watched a freaking video on that it was the funniest thing I was like man back on our day when we played Yu-Gi-Oh and the guy's like you're still using a plastic bag and he has like a deck of cards in a plastic bag he's like you should upgrade and he holds up a fucking deck of cards and rubber bands and it's just like oh man yeah. I remember these Oh my Did god. Did we have those cool little plastic things to hold our cards in? You know, like, like you know, like the little box thing? No. Oh, I did. <laughs> I didn't. No, you'd have, like, the the topper had a Velcro, a middle, a little circle Velcro piece that would actually During Pokemon, when Pokemon yeah. came out, that was not a thing. No, that was oh. not if a they, thing. If you there had... were things, they were super expensive. Yeah, you had rubber bands, you had plastic bags, you had anything else in the world to hold it, but nah. nothing that was I never safe had those. for the cards. And to me... Again, that's beautiful. That's the memories. Like, my friend has his old Butterfree first edition fucking holographic card. It's beat to shit. It's not worth 10 cents. But to him, it's worth the world. And it's because you have all those memories. You have all those good times. You have all that just right there. And it's like... That is what the game is about. Yep. It's about going out, making friends. Like, I remember, like, if I, I, going through my old cards, if I pulled out the Luke Skywalker that I got, white border, not worth a damn thing, but my memory from that is being the talk of the tournament when I pulled it from a sealed deck. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, you're the guy that got Luke, has Luke Skywalker. And I, I bust that thing out and they beat his ass because he, he, I didn't have a, a weapon for him and he's like low powered, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, I was the shit at that tournament yeah. because I was the guy that pulled this ultra rare card. card yeah and it's just like that's such that's a cut that's it's such a, a cool feeling it's such yeah. a like cool nostalgic I skip feeling. school to go to magic tournaments there you go man and again so like again to me i i really like the fact that like this client's coming out i like the fact that card game clients are coming out more and more sure i wish that they would start trying to integrate the online clients i'm not gonna lie if they made an swccg client that i could play on the council i'd play the fuck out of that yeah exactly and it's like the and it's and i'm not saying and i'm not and like these card games are always worth playing again in my opinion but like the thing is is that like especially when it comes to pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh and like a lot of the more like updated games and magic the gathering these clients are important and i would really like to see more of these clients being printed i'd like them to be more accessible to people no, I agree. The Pokemon one being this accessible and not having microtransactions as a way to bar people off is a, an amazing step in the right direction. The problem with Yu-Gi-Oh! is that, yes, you can still craft cards, but it's still heavily incentivized that you are going to spend money on the game in order to get high meta deck cards. And that, to me, is not as, you know, appealing. 
And, and don't get me wrong, I've heard people say that, yes, you can target decks and you can get decks, but it's like it's still going to take longer than somebody who just went and bought them. And to me, that is not a pretty, a pretty picture. And to be fair, that's the real-life case as well, right? You're not going to just go out, buy five booster packs of a Pokemon card, and decks, and, and, you know, booster packs, and just have a fucking cutting-edge meta deck. Yeah. Yes, the games, by definition, are pay-to-win. Sure. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But if you're going to treat it with that mentality, and, and this is the thing I really want to try to, like, try to hammer into people's heads, you should be intrigating. Uh, intrigating. Uh, intrigating? Oh, my God, I can't talk. This stuff is making my mouth numb. It's the spice. In, in, intri intrigating? <sighs> I, I'm trying to... I can't say it. <laughs> oh if my. he drinks more spice. I know, my mouth, my mouth is actually... Made a spice numb. flow. Uh, but you, you should actually be finding a way to intrigate. <sighs> I can't say it. I, I, Intervene? I, no. Integrate. Integrate. Thank you. Integrate. I couldn't say it. Ah, my mouth is still... Integrate. Uh, yeah, you should be finding <laughs> a way to actually... So, like, the way that it works in card games in real life is that you have to go to locals, you have to go to tournaments and stuff like that. In order to actually get any invites to Worlds, you have to go to officially sanctioned tournaments and locals and stuff like that and get points to get an invite to Worlds. Yeah. And it's, no, it's just funny. You said World, and the first thing that popped into my head, a dude that I haven't thought about in 20 years, Joe Allred. Some some tournament winner from like the World Star Wars Championships. I haven't even thought about that guy in since like 1998. That's funny. So freaking weird. That's cool. Again, this is memories. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean? it's, it's good like, memories. And again, it's because of the physical trading card game. And the yeah. thing is, is that like as of right now, so, uh, like actual like sanctioned tournaments are still not being held by Nintendo because mm. and the Pokemon company because you know COVID is still a problem in a lot of areas. True. And you're gonna have a huge disadvantage by value by by sake of that alone and the problem is is that even with world's supposed to be coming up here soon with their newest season it's like you still can't find like you know physical tournaments to go and play in because yeah. there's still a lot of restrictions and so one of the things i really want them to start doing is having official tournaments within these uh within programs? The, within like these games, programs whatever. yes yeah. and you should be able to earn play points in these programs pokemon Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh! should all be doing a way, like, doing this together. So what, it's the... What, I are, what are play points? So the way that it works is that, so you go to locals and stuff like that, you go to, like, any type of, like, uh, official tournament, right? Yeah. You get to go and you get to uh, physically play the card game with other people. But these are being, like, actually recorded by the people who are doing the tournament. So it's like a scoring system? It's a scoring system. Okay. So, But the thing is, is that you still have to win to yeah. get these points. Sure. And so the idea is that the more you win, the more points you get, and the easier it is for you to get invited to World. Yeah. And if you're like a mid to low tier player, it means you need to play a lot more physical cards to try to score higher to get an invite to Worlds. Right. And so it's that idea that like it's a very, very competitive system. Sure. But the thing is, though, is that even with COVID restrictions, and you know, it's still it is going to lift and it is going to go back to normality. But the idea is that if you're going to have these official uh, programs held and made by the Pokemon Company and by official like you know Konami and everything like that please have official sanctioned tournaments online for people to attend because this is a cool way for people to actually make you know decks test them online and then when it comes around to actually play the game physically they can do that they have experience doing that are you going to have as much experience as somebody who went in person no should you get as much points as somebody who went in person no but you should have this as an alternative route to get those play points for real life tournaments so coming from the perspective of a video game player yes. is it possible to cheat or hack these games so as far as i know no okay. and i and i have been thinking about that a lot and i have been wondering about that a lot but I, as far as i know no 
Uh, they are very like tight under the knife in terms of like who watches these and like people who look at these tournaments yeah. and stuff like that. And if you found a way to cheat these systems, I mean, to be fair, it's not fair to the people who you didn't cheat, but you're also just not going to win in the official tournaments probably True. because the thing is is that every like tournament has cheaters like even the physical trading card game has cheaters there have been cameras and you might be thinking how the hell do you cheat at the physical card game right so yeah. a good example was one person that they've caught on camera and this is something that's infamous for people to do is one thing that they might do is that they're shuffling somebody's cards and they might glance down and see their cards as they're shuffling and ah. be like ah especially magic the gathering i just watched this happen where the guy's like ah i see a land and he shuffles the cards and he puts it on the top of the deck and then he shuffles to make sure that that card is always on the top. Ah. And so the guy is only going to draw a land. Right, right. And the funny thing is, is that he actually didn't pay attention to what land he gave his opponent because that actually gave him an advantage and his opponent won because of the land he gave him. Ah. So it was funny that the cheater not only was bad, but he lost because he cheated. But ah. the thing is, is that cheating is still just that. It is not making you a better player it makes you a worse player so even right if you and then cheat, you get to a tournament where you can't cheat say like you're you win a bunch online you get taken to like finals and it's like oh by the way in physical final in physical person finals then you're fucked because you don't know how to play yeah so like a good example is like one of the cards that you could play online like it's a card that i play in pokemon and it allows you to search your deck you flip a coin and you search your deck for any card by discarding another card so it's a mm. two for one which is, you know, sometimes not that powerful, but it is incredibly powerful to get any card that you want. The sure. thing is, is that if you were using a cheat system to get heads every single time, right. you are not going to know how to adapt to play to getting, you know, a Tails. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I just got rid of two really, like, one important card because I discarded that card because I'm always used to getting heads. I should have done that. I should have actually used that other card. I just screwed myself. Yeah. And if you cheat, you are not going to know what to do in those situations, or you're not going to know, okay, I could use this card to do this, but it's a huge risk. Is it is it better for me to risk it for the sake of getting an advantage now, or is it better for me to stay consistent for the sake of playing? I have enough experience because I've played legitimately. I know it's better to either risk it or to play safe. Yeah. And you're just not going to have that game sense if you cheat. So I'm not worried about people cheating online. It would suck, but it's still going to be like... Yo, bro, do it. You're going to go to Worlds and you're going to lose like an idiot in front yeah. of people. And like, you're just, you're also just not going to know how to handle it when you lose. And you're going to be a salty little bitch and nobody's going to like you. And then you're just going to get annexed for the community because you people found out you cheated anyway. It's right. Like, why do that to yourself? I'm just imagining people in the Twitch chat watching these games being like, he's wall hacking. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Yeah, wait, exactly. What? How's he doing that? Yeah, but, it, but it's still the aspect of like, again, from what the game represents and what these games are supposed to be, why cheat yourself of that experience yeah. too? Because yeah, it doesn't matter if you win. You didn't make any friends doing it. You didn't get earn, any better. You didn't get any better. Yeah. And you just made a fail, false. How, how do you how do you achieve a sense of accomplishment if you're cheating? Right. How is it fun? Right. And, and that's the thing <laughs> is that like it's something that's happened in speedrunning. Somebody's actually figured out like it was a big video and it was a big controversy about like a Guitar Hero uh, player. Mm. And like you might be thinking speedrunning a Guitar Hero. Well, it's not really so much a thing as speedrunning, but it's a thing of like playing these almost next to impossible level songs flawlessly. Flawlessly. Yeah. And the thing is, is that people have figured out like one of the biggest people that were doing that was cheating he was splicing up stuff he was splicing together you know footage oh yeah or like sure. he was playing so fast he's like there's no way people are going to realize that i'm using like spliced footage or anything like that right and people were realizing well wait a minute with what your notes you're playing and how your fingers are hitting that that doesn't line up and they figured out that yes he was in fact cheating sure and so the guy went ahead and he like he removed everything he's like i'm so sorry and the thing is is that you know he felt awful because he made a community around this and it was a community he was actually quite passionate about mm. but he felt awful because he made these, you know, he made himself a figurehead. 
people looked up to him. Yeah. And then he realized like, oh my God, I cheated and I let everybody down. It's like, and that's the same thing that happens when you cheated anything. So again, am I worried about people cheating on this client? No, not really, because I think most people who play the trading card game, who understand the trading card game, aren't going to do that. Yeah. And not to mention too, it's like, okay, you cheat at one of these tournaments, all you're getting are play points. You're not getting any other reward, which is not going to incentivize you to cheat. Yeah. Why would you cheat to get something that you're not going to use if you're not even going to use that world's invitation? What are you going to do, sell it? So you don't think they'd ever have like Pokemon championships, million dollar prize pool, Type no of situation. No, the, the thing about like the TCGs too, and especially with like any official trading card games, they are not profitable. You, uh, they are not profitable as a professional level player. You are not going to get anywhere with it, even if you are like even during the golden age of Magic, the Gathering. Yeah, it wasn't still like these people were just making like. Yeah, eh, I do this. I do this on my days off when I I don't work. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, so you're not ranking in bank? He goes, no, no, no you are. Barely yeah, cutting. Yeah, I am. I'm part of Team USA for Magic the Gathering. Yeah, I'm represent. You know, I represent the USA a lot of times when it comes to tournaments. Well, this guy over here, he's a Canadian, and they're both saying like, "No, I have a real job." Yeah, that's the thing. These these are not these are not way, ways to live your life. Even if you're winning every single tournament, you're barely still going to scrape by. Ah. You'd be lucky to be making over ten thousand dollars a year. Damn. If, even that. Because you got to think about your travel expenses, you got to think about your food expenses, you got to think about everything like that. You yeah. got to think about. Don't forget, cards. you getting bailed out of jail because someone decides to fold their cards like a certain way and get punched in the face, like Andrew will next in two weeks. Now here's the thing: the thing about me riffle shuffling my cards, by the way, is that that's a power play. That's it's not a power play. You're a monster. That's called a fucking power play. You, you are a monster. Hear me out, right? So if you see me riffle shuffling my cards and you're my opponent, you're going to go, I'm going to fucking shuffle my cards because this motherfucker is going to bend the hell out of them. And I will too. <laughs> if I see you trying to fake shuffle me, I'm going to be like, yeah, thanks. I can take that. And by the way, yes, legally at tournaments, you can take your opponent's deck. Yes, and you can. Them. You can shuffle yeah. them. And legally, if it, you it, believe that their shuffle was not good enough, you can you do can it. Shuffle their cards. I'm just imagining Andrew as Nicolas Cage just staring at his impulsive yes. opponent doing a riffle shuffle. Yes, I will fucking do that. I will. <laughs> Looks him dead in the eyes. I will fucking do that. And that's the thing, too. That's why it's called a power play, because if people see me doing that, they're going to be like, nope, I'm, I'm not even risking it. I'm shuffling this shit. I'm going to sure do good. a real shuffle. And, and, if I, and if I see people doing a real shuffle, I'll look at them and be like, oh, it's shuffled. I will cut your deck in. I will put it there. And hey, there you go. You know, I think you did a good job. Congratulations. But if I saw somebody come up to me and be like, here's like a half-ass cut or something, and they hand me that shit, I'm going to be like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna just mass shuffle these a few times. I mass shuffle. Yeah, there you cut. There you go, buddy. I'll look him dead in the eyes and be like, there you go. There's your deck. It's nice and shuffled for yep. you. No problem. Free yep. of charge, motherfucker. Yep. By the way, enjoy those fucking creases. Yeah, I would cry. I'm like, I don't even want to yeah. play. Yeah that, yeah, that 50 fucking dollar card you have right there. Yeah, I it's probably made it about, dollars worth, now. about 25 fucking like, cents. You, you bent the... What, what was the foil that you sold for $125 or Oh, whatever. that Rayquaza? Yeah. So, like, the thing is, is that if I had that card and I was playing with that card and I was actually using that as my deck, yes, I would still probably Ruffle Shuffle that card. If mm. I knew I was going to go play at tournaments and shit like that, absolutely. It makes me feel good to look at that card and go, I love this card. Sure. I love this card. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, is that, you know, if I, go, again, go to a tournament and if I see somebody, like, not shuffling that shit, I will shuffle your fucking deck and you will not like me for shuffling your deck. Shuffle your fucking deck. And that's legal? Yes. yes. Absolutely. If you believe that they did not do a good enough shuffle, you could say, hey, no, he did this. I want, like, yeah. he did a, a, a weak ash, you know, because, like, because sometimes people will purposely put certain cards in position and then do a certain way so, of shuffling. So, so yeah. when they draw, they get some, like, in Magic, there's, like, I got a bunch of land, I got some decent things, so, so and I can get going, boom, boom, In boom. Magic the Gathering, it actually has a term. It's known as mana weaving. 
So the way that mana weaving works is that you put a land, you put two spells, you put a land, you put two spells, yes. you put a land, you put two spells. And so what they try to do is they try to shuffle their deck as minimally as possible so that that curve is there. And the thing is, is that that is cheating. That is 100% sure. cheating. You are trying to stack your deck in yep. a way that gives you the most advantage. Yep. And that is not what the card games and are about. Also, right. don't yell goldfish either. People don't like that. Well, what? yeah, I, as a joke, I was like goldfish. Oh. God and they it. just stood there just looking at me because I had like, it, the one turn I went to was, here's your deck buy it so like here's the new starter decks yeah pick which one you want and i was like ooh, i was like uh i'll do i'll do water you know island and mountain let's yeah. do this and i just as a joke i was just like i wanted to use my deck but i decided to be a turn nugget and i was just like goldfish <laughs> and they were just looking at me like what do you mean like goldfish I'm like, like seriously look what my car can do to you goldfish i won <laughs> oh god damn it but but yeah so the idea is that 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 cheating method is known as mana weaving and so yeah. that is a thing that people will do and so the thing is, is that people will be like, I cut, like, they'll cut their own deck and be like, here you go, you can cut your deck and we can start. And I'll be like, let me just see those and, yep. and I'll do that. And I'll be like, yep, yeah, I'm going to shuffle these nice and good for you. I'll make sure, I'm going to do this 9, 10, fucking 12 times. I'll just keep doing this. And then there you go. And if you call, and the thing is too, is that they're like, no, you, no, I don't want you shuffling my deck. You can call over a judge. Be like the judge. I'll be like judge. He didn't shuffle his cards. He will not let me shuffle his cards. I want to shuffle his cards. He cut him once and he wants me to play like that. You play the, those games enough. I was a random thing that just popped into my head. You cut the deck. Yeah. Normally, with regular playing cards, you would take them and turn them and go like this to riffle shuffle. Yes. But if you do that with CCG cards, half the cards are now upside down. So the way that it works is that, so like if I'm holding my deck like this and when I come over next week, I'll kind of display it. So my deck of cards will be right here and now they're facing this way. Yeah. So when I take the half of it, it's going to roll the deck this way. Yeah. And so they're both going to be facing down. Okay. So when I riffle them together, they're still both down. Yeah. And then when I bridge them, they're still both sure. down. And if I do it like that, yeah. I can't see the bottom of my cards. Sure. And even when I mass shuffle my cards, if I have them facing this way mm -hmm. and I'm shuffling them like this, I can't see the bottom of the card. No, 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 no. I'm not talking like I'm talking you cut the deck. Yeah. So now not upside down, but like sideways upside down. Yeah. Because you cut them and then like half your deck, your cards are facing like the op like towards you instead of a, uh, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you don't have them facing like, towards you. You still have them all facing the right direction in terms of front to back, but on terms of top to bottom, they would be half of them would be upside down now. No. Okay. No. So so and the terminology of cut means is that so cutting is just basically taking the yep, deck yep, yep, and then taking yep. half of it and then sure. putting the other half on yep. top of it. Uh -huh. And now the thing is, is when your opponent cuts your deck, they can cut any way they want sure. to. You can take. It doesn't the, have to be a flat even cut. No, right? you can take the top five fucking cards and yep. put the other fifty five cards on top of it and yeah. hand it back to. Them. That is a cut. That is sure. a legal cut. You can do that however you want to. Yep. And and some players will do that because they're like, okay, well, I don't know if this guy tries to put a specific card in the middle of his deck. Uh, fuck it. You know what I'll do? I'll actually take the top forty five cards and I'll take the next fifteen cards and put it on top of his deck. And maybe yeah. maybe that's how he doesn't stack his deck. And you know you don't know, so you can cut however you want to. Sure. As long as you think that your opponent did a thorough job shuffling their cards, yeah. you can do that. Yep. And that, again, is tournament legal. So, yeah, and to me, yeah, like again, that's why I, I, will, I will shuffle sure. cards, and, and it doesn't bother me. Right. So I think this podcast has been going a long time. Yeah, it sorry. Is, I didn't even get to talk about Destiny no, I mean, 2 wanna... or Horizon or Forbidden do, yeah. West. We, we didn't can... really even do video games at all this episode. It's kind of yeah. weird. Well, I know. technically, Pokemon cards, is, it's a video game, so I'm going to allow yeah. it. Yeah, I want it to come out. I can't wait for it to come out. My initial kind of reaction to it is like, uh, it needs work, but we'll see what happens. Uh... So, like, how long have you had it with Horizon Zero Dawn? 
Um, like five hours, but I want to talk about like Destiny Two because of how much I play Destiny Two. I've like literally tried to do the um the newest raid. That's hard, but it's fun. So uh, before you jump into that, we'll take another break and come back with some actual video game stuff. Yeah, let's do that. The Hive, Destiny One original soundtrack. Destiny 2, The Mighty Will Fall By Divide Destiny time. Holy crap, the Witch Queen. I honestly got an opinion. Out of all the DLC, this is the best one. That's what I've heard. Not only that, it's one of the best FPS experiences so far I have played. I know that lady kicked my ass. Which lady? Oh, no, no. So that's there, a fallen chick. That's there, a, that's from, she's fallen with stasis ability. That you're, wasn't the Witch Queen? The, that's the, not the Witch Queen, oh, no. I thought, I thought Where you was. were when you're in Europa, you're fighting, you're playing that one DLC, Beyond Light, where you're oh, with a fallen. Okay. Zabafoon is, she's a, a space moth bitch. 
A space huh. moth sorcer sorcery bitch. So before you actually get into it, my, my biggest question is, as somebody who has essentially barely touched Destiny 2, is there a legitimate reason why I... Is there a benefit to me buying the Witch Queen expansion as a new player? As a new player, everyone starts at th 1350, so there's no, like, new major handicap against you when you start. Right. So everyone who started playing the game, it's 1350. Sure. So... But is there any benefit to me getting that expansion? Like, if I'm just starting out? I think it tells, it actually, it really tells the story of, like, what's going on. It talks about, like, the hive, and, like, what's going on, the witch queen, how she got this power, which it will, I'm not going to spoil anything right now, but, mm. like, how she got it was pretty interesting. Huh. Because the witch queen, and she is known for, like, telling half-truths, what's real, what's a lie. And she's been meddling throughout the entire series of D2, especially D2. Hmm. She's always been there, kind of like slowly, like, trying to cripple us or by, say, crippling us, help us in such a way. Where she's done so many things of meddling. She actually was in disguise as Osiris. Oh. So. And, and I only know that because there's that thing called Trials of Osiris. Yeah. But, no, I mean, overall, like... I love her throne world. I love how, since she has the light now, some of her areas look nice and... It's so funny. In the back of my head, I just keep thinking this sounds so much like uh, World of Warcraft with Arthas being the, the Lich King and yeah. the Frozen Throne. Yeah. But I know I mean, like... I don't know. Well, she's a... Um, she's part of... Has a hive god in there. Ah. And the catch is for, like, a hive... Like, her worm god is that she has to constantly keep fighting. She has to constantly keep destroying. She has to feed that worm. Oh, if okay. she does not feed that worm, the worm will actually devour so her. So it's, it's a parasite. It is a parasite, but it's a parasite who gives her godlike powers. Sure. And she Kind of like, um, oh crap, what was the name of that game on the PlayStation 2 where you had the scarf and if you didn't kill stuff, your scarf would disappear and you would die? Yes. Shinobi. Shinobi, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. But no, I mean, pretty much though, it's like right from the get-go... Um, the last season, she pretty much reveals herself, and you're forced to help her get rid of her worm. And in doing so, the next time you see her, a bunch of the hive are like you. There is a taken titan who throws the void shield. There is the one that, um, there is another hive that throws the daggers, just like the hunter does. You remember the real Ghostbusters? Yeah. Remember, there was an episode called People Busters where they go into the other world and there's like negative versions of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Fight the people with the slime guns. That's yeah. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah. And then um, yeah. The, and then there's the wizard that, which is the storm ability. Uh. And they have a ghost. Ah. Uh. Which apparently they... When Wait, they, they have like an evil ghost? They have their own version of a ghost. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, and the part is, is like as long as their ghost lives, they can get respawned. So that if you don't uh -huh. take it, if you don't go fast enough and destroy it, which you literally like, will grab it and just crush it. Oh, cool! And it, the ghosts look like the hive. Huh. So it's got that weird little eye thing, but like a hive body. Mm -hmm. Um. And they're all voiced by Peter Dinklage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> funny. Exactly. They bring him back for the evil version. The one nice thing about the Hive world, it takes some cues from the Taken King. In the Taken King, there was always those mysteries where, like, you have to go to this one area, stand in it for so long, and you have a certain time frame of jumping and doing this jumping puzzle. Well, you have to rank up throughout the entire Hive world, which you can talk to this one ghost who is like, I don't want to be part of this. 
and I'm not resurrecting the guy who, you know, I'm kind of like linked to. I don't like him, so I'm just gonna let him d- never resurrect again. Hmm. And you level up this area, which will unlock you have unlock tiers of like kind of like this second sight ability, where like you see these weird little like um like cloudy orbs, and when you go there, they actually reveal something. Hmm. So it could be like you know a hidden pathway or it would remove a wall that was there and you can run through it or a jumping puzzle ah. so it has that like nice little hint of like kind of like the taking king vibes what is the best class for jumping puzzles uh everyone says the, the hunter with the jump the jumpies triple jump yes ah. with the with the exotic boots sure and you have that jump yep because a lot of times my biggest problem i have with the warlock when it comes to jumping it's not you hit a wall and go flying the other way. It's not I hit a wall. It's like uh, during the one of the raids, I think it was, was it? It was the one machinist raid when the what's her face um, comes in and reveals the uh, her armory. And I'm jumping to get to this area. And my friend accidentally just jumps as a hunter and he does a Mario where he hits me and I just drop like a rock and die. Oh, shit. And I just looked at him. I was like, I hate you. Yeah. I hate you so Sorry, much. Sorry, I had to use you as a platform. Yeah, I hate you so much. Yeah. No, I'm playing only as my Warlock right now. I almost have my Hunter to 1525, but I really wanted to level up my um, Wally so I could do the raid. Hmm. Um, the raid has been beaten, so all the other stuff has been unlocked. Uh, I look forward to playing it. There is a throne area, kind of like um, where it's like six people can play. And you're going after this one area where Zebethun has, like, an area where, like, the light is stored for her. Ah. And I do love it how her throne world is supposed to represent herself. And originally, it had that hive look of, like, Crotoship. Mm. Which, if you didn't know, Crotoship is his hive. It's, like, his hive world. Oh, okay. You know, his throne world, whatever yeah. you want to call it. He he did it because he had no choice to. It was um one of the Vex ah. um, broke through and did something. But, um... Pretty much, the part is is just like there'll be areas where like it's this swampy area, and there's these weird decayed buildings, and it looks creepy and got you know like evil space gothic, and then all of a sudden you have this beautiful fortress, which kind of reminds me of the capital of Gondor. Oh, you know like the White City. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Lord I lo- of the Rings, right? Yeah, 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 yes, Lord of the Rings. I I love it. I I love how it looks. I love the feel. I love the um. I love the galley's back, and in a way, I love the galley's back. Stupid question. What's the name of the city that Superman was born on? Not Krypton the planet, but what is the name of their Smallville. city? Smallville. No, no, where he was born, not where he oh, crashed Oh, 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 I actually have no is, idea. Is, is it, like, Kandor? I don't know. Kandor is a place in Middle-earth. Oh, okay. For some reason, I was... Because you said... What, what did you say? Gondor? Is that what you said? Gondor is the capital of the humans of the One Kingdom. Mm. Where Aragon is supposed to be the, the the true king. Okay. The one with the the, the symbol of the tree. Ah. Then right. there's the Rohinians who have the symbol of the horse. Yeah. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. But overall, like the story wise, and the one thing that I truly love that they did was they made a legendary mode. They went back to the roots. Bungie did. Mm. Hey, you know what? We're bringing things called legendary mode. You know what? Yes, it's gonna be harder than balls. But guess what? The rewards that you get are worth it. 
wasn't that what you were playing and you kept dying like over and over and over and had to like just well there was there was one area where it is easier to have two people than it is to have three people Uh, fighting um zabathun is actually quite hard if you're if you weren't the right built yeah seriously i had to run weld i had to put put, uh, my one friend would use the shield and a weld and we would use galleys and then a few other things and like it was hard it was Hmm. hard we died. I think. I think we died. To like had to wipe at least fifteen times, and I was yeah. just like, you know, I'm gonna do this by myself and just try something else. And I was like, and it worked. But I, I love it. I think. I think the Witch Queen is the best thing that has happened for Destiny. I look forward to what's going on. It talks about a good story. It, um, it reveals like the the biggest question about like, what do the freaking darkness look like? They reveal that. I saw the darkness. It wasn't supernatural. She's a girl. The darkness was the witness. Huh? You sh- you saw the witness. That's not a girl. The supernatural, wi- Amara. The darkness. Oh, supernatural. Sorry. Okay, I thought you were talking. <laughs> I thought you were talking about destiny. I was like, no, no, I was no, like, no, no. I said I saw supernatural. I seen the darkness. Okay. Lost reference. Nobody even knows what supernatural is anymore. It's dead. They're bringing it back, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Anyway. But. I, I thought that was neat. There is the newest thing that they have is the weapon forging area where you can make your weapons of like. Oh, do you have to craft the staffs that everybody's the using? The glaive? Yeah. Yes, you can request. Um, you have to shape a glaive the very first time you get the little piece of weaponry, which mm. is the blade, and then you can craft it to do certain things of like, hey, I want to have better range. I want to have less kick. I want to have more ammo. Um, yada 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 and you can reforge it it has ah. a leveling system I think it, it reaches up to like level 20 wow I think I'm at like level 15 huh um, there are also throughout the entire game um, so, um, Ikora has you do investigations where she hmm. tries to figure out what's going on with Zabathun interesting yeah it talks like her what she's doing it's this no, when the way of what she's doing is bad and good at the same time, if that makes sense. No, I'm still, my she, mind is still on investigations. I'm thinking like Bioshock journals where you have to like run around and find different audio clips. Well, it's just, what, what it's you, like, it's like a mini mission story of like, go do this and we'll find this out. Oh, we uh, found this relic and then, you know, unlock her memories. Because uh, remember, we, see, there you go. That's what I'm thinking. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Because when you become a guardian, you actually lose all memories. Yeah. And it it tall and it, it, it so stupid question back when you were like five minutes ago where you're talking about the one um, ghost that abandoned that one guy and said I wasn't going to resurrect him. Is it possible for a guardian two guardians to share one ghost? No. Okay. So could that ghost that says I'm not going to resurrect this guy take control or like become somebody else's ghost the thing is is that there is talk through the lore books and people have made discussions if like okay let's just say uh one of the guardians you know like falls and there's just no way to resurrect him and bring him back can the ghost you know try to find another person yeah, yeah. there's discussion it's really never been said ah, okay. because during the dark age where like it was like the tribes and like the um the factions happen um there was countless people like that was one of the things like it was like you crushed this ghost and you had to feel something not really if you read the lore like it talks about like several guardians literally going to war against each other and the only they figure out the only way to kill them permanently was to destroy their ghosts mm-hmm. so 
Yeah. They redid Gambit again. Ah. It's more like the first time at Gambit Prime to where, like, you fill up the bank, and then what will happen is there's, there's several waves. So then instead of just, like, kill kill the little minions and then go after him. No, it's like, kill these little min- these little, um, wizards, these taken wizards, and then his shields will come down. You can do damage for a certain amount of time, and then his shields come back up. Which it makes it more sweaty because you can keep invading and actually do some real damage. This is that mode with the moats? Yes. Said, okay. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, needless to say, I'm almost... Oh, I'm like... I'm at 30 wins out of 50 already for Gambit. Hmm. And it's been out for two weeks. My 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 entire Xbox clan is like, what the hell, Adam? How's Noah doing? Do you know? Noah hasn't touched Gambit that much. Uh, um, Noah see. did a lot of the stuff legendary with a lot of his friends. And then he did a lot of the other quick missions with his group. Because what the problem is, is when I'm online right now with my work schedule, my Destiny clan is off. Yeah. When I'm at bed, they're all online. Right. It's life, but yeah, I still get yeah. to play with them. It's not as much as I would, but I, like I wish I could play more with them. But I'd still do, it, and that's fun. Yeah. Um, the crossplay works pretty good. I play. We have a people that are on the PC to the P on you know, the PlayStation. I don't. The only problem that I have, I've noticed, is if I have a person that is on the PlayStation, and and then maybe someone on the PC. Sometimes I've noticed that like someone's mic won't work that well. Really? Yeah, it's really weird. Cause um. Hmm. Our one buddy that we talked to, um, he's friends with Ari at her workplace. He plays on the PC. Mm-hmm. And then his other buddy, I think he was on a console or he was also playing the PC. Yeah. And we were having problems with the mic sometimes. Like every so often, like he couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear him. It was Strange. like it was like early Xbox stuff, you know. Uh. I liked I, I, I generally can see me as long as the seasons are good and they tell a story. I'm down to keep, like, really grinding on this game. Hmm. But that's the catch. Like, the seasons are where Destiny falls hard. Yeah. And it, like, I love when it does environment storytelling, and it does it in such a way where it, like, tells a story each week. Hmm. Because the last season, if we no one really paid attention, in the, um, what is it, the Awoken's world... Or like their little kingdom, there was a bridge being slowly built to this building, huh. and it became the final mission. So as long as we have a good storytelling, yeah. But yeah, needless to say, I don't want to spoil too much, just in case if someone hasn't touched this. Honestly, got truth. This has been the best exp- um, SPF experience I've played this year. SPF. FPS. SPF fifty. I need a hundred. Shut up. No tan for you, buddy. Uh, what's a tan? Is that a Pokemon? It's, it's, it's got to be the new Pokemon. It's, it's got to be one of the new Pokemon. No, that's uh, Spinagatito. Oh, ooh, ooh. And then uh, Fuecoco? Yeah, Fuecoco. I think it's Spinagatito is the name of the cat, and then uh, Quaxley. Okay. Sure, let's go with that. That was total gibberish to me. <laughs> it, it's, it's it's based in Spain. Ah. The, Olé. The, yeah, the game is being based in Spain. That's why it's... Oh, like, the Pokemon is? Yeah, that, that's, that's... I didn't that, know that's, that was being... Yeah, that's the that's the inspiration. So that's why it's Sprigatito and Fue Coco. Everyone loves the Weed Cat. And then, yeah, Weed Cat's Sprigatito. You say that and they immediately think of that stupid meme with the spaghetti, dude. Ah, spaghetti. Oh, my God. My favorite fucking meme so far is like... The, the, the little dinosaur, the Fue Coco. The alligator? Yeah, the little, like, alligator. Somebody goes, who the fuck keeps throwing cheese on all these Pokemon? Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, a little yellow square on them. He's uh, like, who the fuck keeps putting crab squares on all these Pokemon? Yeah, like, like why, why is everyone throwing this on them? That's funny, because that's a TikTok thing. 
Actually, I got actually I, I had the video on Twitter. I'm gonna find it. It's fucking hilarious. But huh. I bet overall though, it's like they did do some changes to Gambit where it's worth playing and it's worth to actually try. Uh, the only thing I've noticed is that like some people are just trying to get like the dredging symbol. So like like one match was like one person was just like, hey, I'm not picking up moats. I'm not attacking anything. I just want to invade. And I'm like, cool. Do you get to choose when you invade? You just jump through that portal? No, no, no. What will happen is that in the in the beginning, it I think it's thirty five moats. Once you throw bank thirty or thirty five moats, yeah. the portal opens. Okay. And then it consists of how many moats you constantly keep putting. It's a certain percentage, and then you bank, you throw in, the portal will open. So if people want to invade, then why is it when I whenever I see you play this game mode, nobody is banking? The problem is, is that everyone gets the the mindset of is like with my group, what I play, we all have a designation when it comes to gambit. I am predominantly there to I use auto rifles, and I use the sweet business and a few other guns. Sweet business. It's a Gatling gun. It's yeah. amazing and fun, but I use certain weapons to where I am a warlock, so I'm all about using like my rifts. And you know, like with the with Void 2.0, which that's another thing I'll talk about right now. But Void 2, the Void abilities is an insane on the Warlock. It's like so on all the the characters playing Void is so much fun with the new abilities. So super quick interject in Destiny 3. Do you think there's ever going to be a chance of them saying, "Hey, here's a fourth class"? Uh, there is. There is a fourth. The Stasis is the fourth ability. No, fourth class. I'm talking Hunter, Warlock, no. No, no, uh, no. Titan, something else. The thing is, I don't think there per se will be a Destiny 3. I feel there will be more DLC, the way it sounds like right now. They're gonna I'm, I'm focus cool on... with that. I'm a, I'm As somebody who barely plays the game. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm cool yeah. with that. But I honestly feel like, because the mindset was, here's D1, here's your physical copy of your disc or your digital thing, and the rest will just be DLC. Yeah, boom, boom, right, boom, boom. Right. The end. Yeah. I'm okay with that, but I feel like with, with Sony backing them now, I feel like we're going to get more Destiny. Sure. And I really hope that's true. I really do. Because how it, the game ends, again, I can't spoil it because it's like up is down, left is right kind of situation. How often, if, if, if say they'd say, yes, we're sticking with Destiny 2, we're not going to do Destiny 3. One, how often do they do these expansions now, and how often would you actually want them? Every three months? Well... Every expansion has been, I think it's been like a two every year, if I'm correct, and then the season... So is, it, so is that too little or too much? I think it's too little. Really? I think the expansion... You burn through this, this stuff that fast? You can, yes. The problem is that they, they do seasons. Uh. The problem is is some of the seasons were very lackluster. The, like, the Rasputin one. <laughs> Rasputin. I really hated that. I hated the armor set. I hated doing, you know, like, I hated just almost everything about that one. Like, my favorite one of all was... But at the same time, Rasputin was actually telling a story. It was the very first time for their season they were telling a story. Hmm. Where, like, the more you did stuff each week, you would see more of, like, Rasputin's defense grids come up. On the moon, on... I think it was, like, on the, some of the um, other, like, moon... Uh, on Jupiter, and so on and so on. Wait, this, you actually fight on Jupiter? No, one of the moons. Oh. Like Europa. Let's say, how the hell would you even fight on Jupiter? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't know what's inside Jupiter. No one knows. That was a, that was in the Seth uh, same talk video. I love that. 
Huh? It was. It, it's a. It's a. It's like a. It's like a video where he's talking about like an intergalactic like space like sim. But like one of the things, it's like, hey, guys, you're gonna land on this giant like ball of gas of a planet. It's like, how do we land on that? It's like very carefully. <laughs> very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the center of the planet. It's like the size of like an apple. Tippy toe, guys. Tippy yep. toes. Yep. But. Anyway, the, I did derailed everything. You're fine, you're <laughs> fine. But, like, with Gambit now, is like, I always have, like, a certain thing. Like, with my one friend, Jimmy, he's all about invading. His build is made for invading. Mm. My build is for, like, withstanding damage, taking, you know, and just firing and kind of playing, pulling aggro. Well, my other two friends are usually grabbing modes and you're banking. Playing a, you're playing a warlock, though. Wouldn't you want a titan if you're going to do that gameplay style? Not with my rifts. My healing rifts. Oh, I see. Remember, I can just sit there and bust out a healing rift, bust out my well if I want to, and I can take a lot of damage. Ah, I see. But in the new mode, it is, again, um, bank the modes to 100, and each time you beat an area... They leave a weapon crate now for you, so you have a chance of getting heavy, which is really nice. Because it was a pain in the butt to where everyone was trying their best to get the heavy first. It's like, hey, I actually should bang, but uh, I want this heavy for my rocket launcher, and uh, I don't share, or I'm not going to be a team player. So he would run, try to get heavy, sometimes he would get hit, die, lose 15 to 10 motes, and then it's like, okay, you still didn't get the heavy, you're dead. And now we're losing most right. because right. They, they've thrown more enemies our way. Yep. And now they're invading. Sure. Like, the catch is about Gambit is, like, sometimes it's smarter to bank 5 to 10 modes than having someone try to get 15 modes. It's all about playing it smart. Sure. And we have a system. And I really love playing with my Destiny clan. About yeah. with Gambit. Right. I'm a Gambit whore. They're not. But anytime they say Gambit, I'm just like, I'm there. Hmm. What time? Okay. Nine thirty. Yeah. I'm there. Nine thirty. I'm playing Gambit. No, it's it's literally nine thirty. It's not. It's literally nine fucking thirty. Oh, okay. But I love <laughs> that they fixed the Gambit. I love that how there's Mona me. The Mona me. I love how they have all this missions going on with more story stuff. Like Ikura has her investigations. Um, Captain Zavala and the what the guy Lord Salad Bar. He is literally having these missions happening. Oh, hey, in the War Council area, this mission's going down. It's like there's more to... I feel like in this DLC, there's more to do than it's ever been. And I like it. better be. This freaking expansion's $70. Yeah. Well, the the ultimate, whatever, the Don't forget that the other one was counting the Halo one. Oh, that's true. That yeah. Well, yeah. that that one was a hundred bucks. Yeah, but I, I know I kept on trying to tell you. I was like, this one, like, but that also includes all the seasons too. Ah. So like each season lasts between like eighty to a hundred and twenty days, and then it, it resets with a new season, new armor set, new exotic, and a new exotic. Does quest. it loop around though? Too to, no. like if you miss a season, it doesn't. Does it loop if around? you if you miss a season, you miss a season. Oh, that sucks. Unlike Halo Anniversary, which if you miss a season, you can go back to that season and focus on that season. Nice. So yeah, overall, Bungie went back to the roots. I love playing Legendary. It's tough, it's hard, but man, the rewards are so worth it. Mm. And the time, if you starting out and you're 1350 and you do Legendary, you'll be 1520 after you done get done playing Legendary. Mm. I like it. I love it. I think it's like it's the it's the best FPS experience I've had. I got to play in a long time. Uh. Good storytelling. It, it makes you question what's going on, 
And again, like up is down, left is right. What is right and what is wrong? Essentially, what's going on? Yeah. There's always two sides of the coins of like who thinks that they're doing good. Are you really doing good? I love it. Yeah. Needless to say, if you're an FPS, the bad guys. Yeah. Are we the baddies? Yeah. That's that's like that's one of the things. Did what I just do? Am I being bad? Right. Or am I just doing what I think is good? It's bullet storm all over again. Oh man, <laughs> I'll shoot your dick. Yep. But that's that's what I have to talk about. Unless we want to go with Elder Ring. Nah, we've. Nah. This is. It's long been enough. so long. And I, like, I, I do have... want to talk about Forbidden West, but like I said before, I want to talk about Destiny Two way more. Than yeah, more. you said you only have five hours into it. Yeah, no, Me... Noah is the one who has all the hours into both of those Elder Rings and uh, the Forbidden I've West. I've got like maybe two hours into Elden Ring, and I don't really understand a lot of the mechanics to the game yet. I'm playing so, mage. I'm a wizard, Harry. I'm a, I'm the first class. I started out as a mage, like the. Was it what are you doing? I don't even know what the hell I'm looking at. Oh, it's the po. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's Who true. keeps cheese all these Pokemon? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, needless to say, next podcast: Forbidden West, Elden Ring. So, what class did I mean? Not we're not gonna get into it, but what class did you go with for Elden Ring? The mage. The, oh, magic okay, dude, okay. the magic user. That's I, what I started out with. I'm hearing that like that's the most enjoyable if, if you love playing range. That's the most. See, I switched. I went with the, the knight. The first. Class. I heard Pally Default. is like I guess I heard Pally and Major like the best two that the go for. Yeah. So there's that. But yeah, I I've been it's running hard, around. Though. I've been it's running around hard. killing just small low level mobs at campfires. Cause that dude with on the horseback right at the beginning. If you beat him, that, you get a good weapon. Uh, have you okay? So not to get into it super much, but the one thing I want to know is: Have you run into either the cauldron-looking dude or the hand? I have not seen the cauldron-looking dude or the hand yet. Okay, because those are the two big monsters that I keep hearing or just you know seeing in a lot of the. My trailers. friend showed me there's a gigantic lobster, and all I could think of was rock lobster. Doom, nah. doom, 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 doom. It's it's funny because if when you go to the beginning of this game, it'll give you that big story and the one dude that sticks into my mind is there's a guy that you have to eventually fight called the Dung Eater. He's one of the one of the five tarnished cuz okay. you know at the beginning of the there's a big huge cutscene that tells the backstory of one of those tarnished that you have to fight eventually is called the Dung Eater. And he's, he's hanging. He gets hung. That's how he dies. He gets hanged or whatever. You having fun there, Andrew? And, yeah. <laughs> the, the straw, the little plastic doodad things. But anyway, not to go into that, uh, I also been playing a little bit of Guild Wars, but I'm basically just unlocking classes right now. Yes. I, I haven't really messed with a lot of the, the expansion content. I've gotten yeah. a couple. Yeah, again, like I really things. wanted... I, my first five hours of playing Forbidden West, I was having fun, seeing the world, seeing the Golden Gate Bridge, um, seeing all the cool robots, but then all of a sudden it's like, Destiny 2! Yeah. Like, whoop, derp. Yep. All of a sudden, let Elder Ring, whoop, derp. Yep. It's like, okay, that kind of like like took away my guster of the Forbidden West, and it's like, I feel bad, because again, yeah. this has happened now twice. And Legend of Zelda did the same thing. Yep, and I don't think that... Uh, I pretty sure I got I bought Elden Ring last week so it was actually after we finished the podcast I was listening to a YouTube video from Alana Pierce where she was talking about Elden Ring at work and I was sitting there listening to it and I was like man all I do is play MMOs I never play any games that require actual skill I'm gonna buy Elden Ring and I'm gonna buy Demon Souls so I have both of those games on PS5 right now yeah next podcast I do want to talk about Elden Ring and all the dumb crap that people are complaining about too 
I, I just I just hear complaints of people saying we need an easy mode. Well, I uh, know <laughs> like, the same thing that happened with Cuphead happened again. I mean, did people complain about easy? Um, did, do people want an easy mode with Sifu? Yes. Has anybody people have already said that? that they want an easy mode with Sifu. Yes, like, they've already so said that. But my thing is this: is like there's nothing wrong with buying a game. And having a real challenge, like like frustrating challenge, but at the same time, once you figure out his the enemy's patterns and you beat him, there is such a feeling yeah. of just like I did it. It's like think of think of going back in time when we were kids and playing like Mega Man Two. Yes. Do you, you think know? Mega Man Two was easy? No, it was hard. Well, I mean, you talk to some people, they say yeah, Mega Man Two is not that hard. Oh, the game was so easy. I beat it in a week, and it was uh, I was half asleep during the time. I was five years. Speaking of Mega Man Two, I just watched a streamer because me and my friend were watching this guy and making fun of him. He just played through the entire X series. Imagine not being able to beat a game that I beat when I was fucking twelve years old as a full grown ass adult and bitch about the game because you literally just can't push buttons. I, it no, seriously, the same complaint or what people were complaining from the Cuphead with that one reviewer. I can't even beat the tutorial. It's like, There's a guy who reviewed the game for Elden Ring. He's like, oh, this is just too hard. I can't even beat this boss. It's like maybe and it's like, why are you reviewing it? Then? Why are you reviewing it? It's like Andrew said in the last podcast when we were bitching about Angry Joe. Maybe you just suck at games. Maybe you just suck at video games, guy. And maybe you should just like find a new fucking hobby. Video games aren't for you. It's like there's a quote from, I think it's Talk Radar 1, where Dan Emmerich has this quote where he says, Dude, maybe you just need to level the fuck up. Yeah. You know, you just yeah. need to get better. You, know? you just need to get better. <gasps> Can Rock Lobster take us out? Rock Lobster. We could Lobster. do that. So, yeah, remember you can find the podcast at manadrone.podbean.com. We don't. We have an email still, manadronepodcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. Please. Taking us out, I guess, is Rock Lobster. Dude, no, seriously, there's a gigantic rock lobster oh. in the in the Elder Ring. My friend showed it to me. I was just like, all I could think of, like, it has, like, gray with the little green of, like, moss kind of on top of its back. And it's in a swamp area. And all I could think of was, like, rock lobster is real. What's the name of the band that sings that? Oh, B-52s. See, I, for me, my brain automatically swaps it with the, the Bee Gees. I can There's see the why your brain and B I can see why your brain would go that I way. I constantly flip back and forth between. Wait, who are these guys again? What's what's the what's the name of the singer? I I, I, I don't know. For some, Do you, Andrew, for you some know? ungodly reason, I want to say Rick Schneider. Why are you looking weird, like, like a, as a nosy neighbor, Andrew? I don't think that's his name. Ah, oh, they still itch. Your balls? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I had, no, that's just God's way of punishing you for the way you shuffle your deck. That's the way, that's what's taking us out. What's that? My balls, they itch. <laughs> that was at the start, and at the end it'll be, they still itch! They Jesus. still itch! <laughs> you should go see a doctor about that. Fred Schneider. Not Rick Schneider. Rick Schneider's an actor. Fred Schneider's the singer. I think you said French at first. I was like, French Schneider? What no, name? No, French Stewart <laughs> sings Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster! That's the, that's the, that's the weird dude from uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. But I will say one anyway. thing though about Elder Ring, people are doing like hardcore anime craziness. Someone made Bleach, like actually made an Ichigo style character with his like, is it Zenkai? And then Bankai, right? Am I saying it right? His first form when his blade gets released. You don't- Bleach sucks. You shut your fucking goddamn mouth, you piece of shit. I love Bleach. You're dead to me. Like literally, you're going to be dead. I'm like, no, I'm gonna do. Next, you're gonna say you were a fan. Oh, what was that other shitty anime? 
Uh, Sword, like, art, Sword Art Online. I'm a fan of the first half of the first season. You can't tell me. Then after the part where he gets fairy wings and he's flying around, <laughs> where there's an awkward moment with his cousin, where it's like incest is happening. And like, is it his sister? No, you it's his cousin. And it's like it's still not right either way that his his cousin slash sister is hitting on him. I know that dot. I know that dot hack is better. I know that dot hack is better. So shut up. It's okay. Dot hack is better. I get it. I know it is. It's right. Dot hack is better. But I like the first half of season one. I do love the Phantom Bullet of season two. I'm not. I'm not apologizing for that shit. I thought it was a video game. It also is a video game. I bought it on Steam for like dirt cheap. Yeah, this podcast is done, right? Sure. Let's go with that. Yes. 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 <laughs> what the hell? Josh is like, I'm putting that on the episode. Like, uh, yeah, might as well just go out on that. You can see he's so mean to me, Andrew. Show someone. Wee, wee, wee. Rock Lobster by B52s. 8 bit misfits acapella edit by Soundpire. Stuck here forever! Help us get an evac off world! Yeah! Go fuck yourself! You shit paws give chase, I will kill your dicks! What? What does that even mean? You're gonna kill my dick? I'll kill your dick! How about that, huh? Speaking of dick killing parties.